Hello, and welcome to episode six. Atul and I are joined this time by Sudeep, who's returning from our last podcast, episode five, where we reviewed The Dark Tower, and my little sister, Samantha, photographer extraordinaire and Stephen King enthusiast. In this episode, we are reviewing It, Stephen King's It. It just came out this weekend. It was pretty good. I'm making this drag out a little bit too long, so I'm just going to go ahead and say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your doom. Welcome to your doom. That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't worry. I rambled last time. That was my first time, so it's only my second time. I'm I've never done podcasting. You're doing things. it now. Hooray! Hooray! Yeah, I need to write something down real quick before we get started. We've already started. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. So right. start writing. Hey guys, welcome to well, welcome to welcome to your doom. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. This is Justin. Yeah, this is Otto Katru. We've also got a couple of guest stars with us today. So we've got the returning champion from the last podcast. I think it was the last. It was one, the last yeah. one. Uh, Sadeep's back. We're well, talking uh, another Stephen King classic. Yeah, we figured we would bring him back for every Stephen King <laughs> film adaptation that we review. Are we watching um, Stanley Kubrick's uh, Shining next? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yo, yeah, we should we do a live do viewing of that. That could be well, fun. I, yeah, no, that would. That could I've be never fun. actually seen The Shining all the way through. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did. I did maybe like three years ago. I watched it for the first time all the way through. It's a trip. It's a... Uh, it's something. Yeah. It's quite something. Uh, we should actually do that. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be bad. I mean, we've got an alien thing, to, you know, a whole like, fucking... bunch of movies to do. We've got to do all the Stephen King stuff. I've got nothing but time on my hands. Okay. Yeah. Uh, our second guest star is actually my little sister, Samantha. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so we brought her on board because she just recently smashed the entire book of it. And, and, watched, and then watched the miniseries. And then watched the miniseries after <laughs> yeah. that. He so. means red. Not like literally smashed it because no one here can actually lift that book. That book is massive. Yeah. When That's you were right. reading it, I was like, "What the fuck? Are you reading the Bible?" I was happy Bible? I had the Kindle version. <laughs> good lord, That's a good idea. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Sammy, you wanna you wanna talk about yourself? What do you like to do? Oh, what are you doing yeah, here? That, that was a thing. What am I doing here? <laughs> I came to complain. You came no. to complain? No. No. Um, yeah, no, I do a lot of photography and stuff like that, so a lot of concerts. What do you got concerts. going on photography-wise well, lately? Because I know you're, you're funny, your Instagram's dope as shit. It is, it is, I can, I can second that as yeah. well. Like, so the photography that you do, at least, I'm, I'm going to try and describe it, and you tell me, uh, you know, how, how accurate how it accurate is. It's like, I feel like these are like really dramatic, dynamic shots of bands that are playing at what venue? Or is it a oh, particular? Everywhere. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like everywhere. really, really like great, like striking photography, and um, and uh, you do a really good job with it. And every time I pass it on Instagram, I and I think I've told you this before. Every time I pass it on, Instagram, I think it's an ad. You know, <laughs> like ad, like these really nice, like 
photographs of families and it's like a you know it's a, it's an ad for like diapers or something <laughs> like that yeah like um that. <laughs> it, the, the, when i passed your images on instagram i actually think it's an ad for something like an ad for a venue or something like that so they're really 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 well done oh i appreciate that um so and that's is that what you do do you do that sort of like full-time that's like your that's your uh, major well, gig not full-time uh hopefully soon it'll be, it'll be full-time i'm working between two music venues currently and uh, i guess that kind of helps with the photography as well so, cool yeah. have you uh have you seen anything or watched anything or read anything uh recently that you've enjoyed hmm. can you read I can read. Yeah, oh, I just step up on me, apparently. <laughs> that's right. The ongoing joke is I can't read. You can't read? Yeah, that's right. We keep uh, um, reviewing movies based on books that uh, Justin just have, has not read yet. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But if I won't read them. They're fucking too big. They're, yeah, they're yeah. nobody got time for that. Well, then get the Stephen King's Everything's Eventual. It's 14 short stories. What is yeah. that? I have it in my bag. That's a thing. Yeah. Is it just a bunch of short stories? What is yeah, it? Yeah, there, there's f- 14 short stories. They're probably like 20, 30 pages each. Dope. And, uh, yeah. Are they condensed yeah. uh, versions of his own stories? <laughs> no, they're just, <laughs> they're just two short oh, stories. Short yeah. stories. Yeah. I see, okay. Cliff okay. notes versions of, like, uh, of <laughs> other Stephen King stories. But, so, you, so you are a Stephen King fan. Like you're very like newly, I suppose. I Because okay. I, I can read. I don't usually read, but I've been kind of getting back into it lately. So... Um, after I'd heard that they were doing the remake of it, mm-hmm. and I, was, I kind of thought about it cause I'd never seen the original movie and I, I heard amazing things that, you know, Tim Curry's like legendary and, and right, all that kind yeah. of stuff. So, and then I actually bought the book on my way to work one day at a Rexall cause it was on sale for like 10 bucks. Sweet. So Rexall. Like, That's where I get all my books. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it, was just, it was there. It was on sale. They sell the good stuff, day. man. It's all the, it's all the page turners. They sell exactly. at pharmacies and stuff like that. Yeah. The at the airports. shoppers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thing I'm going to throw out there because I just made the cardinal sin. Everybody, turn off your goddamn phones and move oh, your yeah. goddamn laptops. <laughs> yeah, 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 because yeah. if you heard that sound, that was me. So bad, Justin. Yeah, my apologies. Yeah. My phone's on vibrate. We're, we're like, shutting down. Sorry. Yes, taking my vibrating phone <laughs> off the table. Putting <laughs> 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 it in your pants. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, so, so uh, you're a newly converted Stephen King fan. Yes, that's okay. the best way to put so it. So is that what you've been reading lately? Uh, mostly Stephen King? like, uh, Or have you been reading anything else? See, have you seen any movies that you've liked recently? No, I'm, I have a horrible habit of re-watching things that I've seen a million times. What did you re-watch? <laughs> mm. The Mighty Boosh. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what exactly. that is. It's a re- weird-ass show. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. The Mighty Boosh? The Mighty Boosh, yeah. Are you sure it's not The Mighty Bush? It's no. The Mighty Boosh. No, it's too bad. <laughs> not that. Okay, that's, that's a different movie. Yeah. It's the Mighty Boots. Yeah, okay. It's, yeah, that's a ridiculous show. But no, I, I also had read, um, oh crap, what's it called? Throne of Glass. Cool, yeah, so my wife is actually reading it. Oh, is that right? That. Yeah, she's super into it, and I think a new one, did a new book just come out? I she no was idea. like raving about it. Early. Okay, I just, yeah. I just finished reading the first book maybe last week. So, so you were sci-fi series? Yes. I yeah. guess, and that's the first I've really had in that genre. I've never really gone into like the Game of Thrones or anything like okay, that, or like sure. any of that kind of, or like the Hunger Games or anything. Mm. So I had a friend recommend that book, and I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. What did you think of the first book? I liked it. Good. Kind of. Cool. Yeah. Would you go, would you, would you invest more time and read more or are you going to switch over to something else? Well, that's why I switched over to Stephen King again. Uh, so I'm going to get through those short stories and then maybe jump back onto that one, okay. but we'll, we'll see how that goes. I feel like from young adult to Stephen King is like going from a salad to like a <laughs> Slaughtering steak. the cow. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It's like. And eating it raw. <laughs> that's right. That's right. 
All right, so why don't we jump into a little bit of news. I have a couple of items I wanted to bring up. If anybody else has something, you can throw it in. Give it a goo. Um, first thing I wanted to bring up, and it's something that kind of really uh, struck me when I was reading it. Uh, I'm just going to read the headline here. Uh, Wonder Woman Gal Gadot backs mocked Sri Lankan cosplayers. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, there were a couple of Sri Lankan like cosplayers. There was a Comic-Con, and uh, they did a cosplay for Wonder Woman. It was, a, it, was a co- it was more than one woman, actually. <laughs> And they were like publicly like ridiculed, like cyber bullied to the point. Really? I didn't actually. I was trying to get a sample of like what was being said about them explicitly, um, and I don't have that here right now. But uh, but they were like ridiculed for uh, you know a cyber bullied for you know like just like looking ridiculous and like you know I guess I guess it was racial, um, and it was like really kind of demeaning. Uh, and it was sort of was pretty upsetting to read about. But then Gal Gadot, like, uh, actually jumped on and said, you know, and told him, and basically said, uh, and Patty Jenkins, both of them, the director of Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman herself, backed them up sort of online. But this whole this whole debacle, like, I, I just can't believe people are so awful. Like, it's just so, so awful um, that... Just because they're from Sri Lanka and their cosplay is pretty good. <laughs> like oh, I was looking at the pictures, yeah. Like this is, this is one of the pictures here. Like oh, she did the awesome. shield and everything. I'm like, like there's a lot of detail on the yeah, shield yeah. there, and this is the other one, and it's just like they're pretty good. And I'm like, are people ridiculing them because they <laughs> think their cosplay cosplay is bad? It's just it's it's just an awful situation. Another example of why like geek cultures can be toxic. Like sometimes I was wondering if you guys had any thoughts about that or, um, silence. I'm looking at some of the pictures and like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it can be toxic. I just think it could be read the wrong way. Like some people, I don't know. People in the community sometimes have strong opinions about it has to be a certain way. And people outside of the community just, don't think it's cool. I, I don't know. I honestly don't but, know. Yeah, you know what? I don't have the examples of the actual comments, but I, I, I does it? Does anybody have that? No, nah, man. It just know. depends, though. I mean, if people are getting uppity or whatever because it's a race thing, and it's like, oh, Wonder Woman should be white, then that's really stupid. But they if do that again, in movies, though, yeah, like people lost their shit when Michael Clark Duncan was going to play the kingpin. I was like, dude, why? <laughs> He's fucking amazing. And I think that the the director, whoever it was, granted the movie wasn't fantastic by any means, but like, I think he's like. The Kingpin's this giant, he's the biggest, baddest dude you can think of. So we, we cast the biggest, baddest actor we could think of. And I'm like, well, fuck, that's a, that's a good line of thinking. Well, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. But that's the thing. If people are taking it to a racial thing, that's ridiculous. But if people are just kind of like, it was cosplay sucks. Uh, was uh, yeah, I'm not sure if there was a racial thing. So I'm just like trying to look it up right now. So it's saying uh, two Sri Lankan women found themselves being cyberbullied and body shamed after mm. pictures of them dressed as Wonder Woman went viral. Is Sri Lankan um, culture really conservative? I don't uh, know. That I don't might know be why. it. Um, All Sri Lankan folk I've known, in my, they, I would say that they were never conservative. I wouldn't say they were crazy, but I would say they were definitely were conservative by any means. Not yeah. to the extreme level, at least. No, no, no. Yeah, you know what? They have examples of like the people backing them up, but they don't have the exa- actual examples of the uh, of the demeaning tweets mm-hmm. i guess so i'm not sure if it was racial or if it was body shame. either way like yeah i think the cosplay is actually pretty good and uh it's just i don't know it's just uh, like one woman has become such a, an icon after the film came out i even more so than she already was um that 
I feel like this just this kind of thing shouldn't happen. Um, but you know, don't ever the underestimate the stupidity of other people. That's yeah. gotten people rich, and that that saying that I came up with, I think, or I, yeah. I, I I keep saying it because every time I hear something stupid, I'm like, fuck, people are stupid. <laughs> There's always stupid people out there, and sometimes stupid people are loud. Well, yeah, I mean, when you're dealing with the numbers that we're dealing with, you know, Earth. So, and they all have a voice That's now what I mean, with the now internet, like there's really no, no way to get around that. I read it and I was kind of like, oh, this is ridiculous. Mm. Uh, I thought it might be an interesting point to bring up. Any points from Sudeep or is he going to skip this one? No, sorry. I was just actually trying yeah. to get the whole story, but it, it just sounds like another, you know, uh, not to say a cliche <coughs> term, but haters are going to hate is essentially what this is. Haters going to hate. Yeah. In a more <coughs> uh, colorful manner. Yeah. And it, really, that's what this sounds like. They were excited and they posted photos and people just found something that they wanted to make fun of or, you know, mock or create right. memes of. And yeah. this kind of shit happens, but it's too bad that they um, chose to objectify these women in the process. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it got some publicity and <clears throat> now you got Gal Gadot to like backing them up. And, yeah. you know, good for her, good for standing up for these people. I'll say this, like, she wasn't much of a star before Wonder Woman. Now it's kind of catapulted her into a place where she is and she seems like she's taking like a, a stance not a stance I would say but like she's vocal she's vocal yeah, yeah in a good way like in a oh, positive yeah. way yeah oh, I agree cool so another thing I just came across here was in fact when she was casted she was body shamed for not being curvy enough oh I, I remember I, that I remember yeah. that. I had a conversation with somebody about that ridiculous. at Comic Con when she was cast I was right. at one of the I think it was 2014 well 2014 was the last one I was on I think that that's when she was cast and everybody was like, she's too skinny, yeah. she's not, she doesn't look like Wonder Woman, they just got this and that. And it's like, well, fuck, give her a minute. Like, yeah. if she has to look the way that she has to look, like if they want somebody that's a little bit more broad-shouldered as Wonder Woman, she's got two months, or two months, she's got like a year to train before they actually even started filming, they'd already cast her. But the other question you want to ask yourself is, who gives a shit, yeah. right? Like, and, and that's my point. Like, There's always some fault for anyone to look for. Yeah. And no one's ever, it's not going to make everyone happy. But Somebody's going to find something to complain about. But here's Great. the other... Then, then, you, then say they cast somebody that's too big, right? right. Then all of a sudden, somebody, then people are like, oh, She's why is Wonder Woman enough. so big? Yeah. Like, like it, there's always somebody that's going to look at something and be like, yeah. I don't like that. There's you can't no, please yeah. everyone. There's no point in even trying. Exactly. exactly. I've seen her in actual... Um, interviews uh like they talk about her breasts not being big enough for the yeah role. like she brings it up because it was such a huge response yeah when she was cast and it's just it's so ridiculous like i just i cringe <clears throat> like being a part of that geek community that loves to have things the way they remember them and the way they read them and but understanding that there's a line there's like room for interpretation when you when you adapt something yeah. things change right yeah yeah true you know, and uh, and just like I cringe at that because that that is a it's a very vocal yeah. number of folks and it is representative. Like, unfortunately, it's the one that gets the press. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, uh, you know, uh, people are outraged at the fact that Wonder Woman's, you know, boobs aren't big enough. Is and that that's what makes like the headlines. And, and what like, is oh, big enough? God. Right. What is big enough? I mean, that's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, I mean, they're too big. It becomes a bigger target. They're gonna hit him or hit her. Hit it. It'll be too yeah. big. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, but like, it's it's it's, stupid. it's, it's ridiculous. bottom line. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. So that was one piece. I'm gonna move on to the next piece here, real quick. Um, a book that uh, I really 
sincerely love. And if you guys like, you know, Stephen King, especially like books like It or Stand By Me, uh, it's a comic that you guys should definitely read. And I think I've told you guys about it before. It's called Lock and Key. It's written by a guy named Joe Hill. Yeah. Joe Hill is Stephen King's son. That's his like pseudonym, his writing pseudonym. Uh, f- um, they're actually doing a pilot for Hulu. Uh, for Lock and Key for a TV show and it's like that's great and wonderful use and they just cast Lock and uh, Key? Sorry, I'm like writing this down. Yeah, Lock and Key um, and uh, Jackson Robert Scott who is the kid that plays Georgie in the movie that we just saw. That kid? Okay. He's so cute. Yeah, he's adorable. He was really good. He's adorable. Sorry, go ahead. Um, Lock and Key. And uh, he's playing the youngest member of the Lock family in this story. Uh, this is big. I think this is huge because this kid's really good. And in the book, Joe Hill's like really good at writing kids. And we'll get more into this in the bonus round because we didn't really talk about bonus round. I think Lock and Key will probably be it. Perfect. Spoiler. Um, but uh, if you guys haven't read Lock and Key yet, definitely read it. It's a, it's a, and we'll, we'll talk about it later. But this is mostly about the casting. This kid's really good. Joe Hill writes children really well. And I think Stephen King does as well. Like he gets kids and like the dialogue with with children true um so really excited about that <laughs> seeing as how none of you have read lock and key we'll just skip right over that sorry one. yeah <laughs> no problem one that th- does sound super yeah, interesting yeah. there is one thing i wanted to bring up because you've got two avid fucking fans of it here i don't know about you and I know you're starting to watch it, but the mm. third season so far of Rick and Morty. Is oh my yeah. god! We can't talk about it because I don't think you're caught up. I I've only seen like eight episodes. Okay. You're fucking up. You have to finish. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I do. Like I like I some of the recent episodes in season three have been so good. Like I've rewatched them a lot. Like that's I just the put on in the season, background. Right? Yeah, it's the newest yeah. season, okay. and it's like the, the, it, the writing is getting even better. The voice acting's always been good, but it's just like everything's fine. the character development is getting so great too. It's it is just, like oh, you're man, seeing you're so seeing. Like progression, you're, progression. Yeah, you're seeing absolutely. things that they brought up, and even ongoing jokes, kind ongoing of as well. jokes. But you're seeing some of the things that they brought up in, like even the first season, and you're seeing it now in some of the some of the characters, and you're like, oh, I see how that shit's starting to connect it with everything. Like the first season connected. Like the third. last really episode good. that came out because they skipped, they didn't have a new episode last weekend because it's like fan expo, long weekend, whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. But the episode that they came out with, I guess it's the fifth one, easily is now my new favorite episode. Sixth. Sixth. That was the sixth yeah, one. Yeah, the toxic okay, yeah. one, right? Yeah. Yeah. My new favorite episode yeah. by far. Um, I think mine, I don't know. So why do, you, why, well, why do you bring up, like, I was talking about Lock and Key, but why did you bring up Rick and Morty? <laughs> I just thought about it, because that's just oh, one okay. thing I, I thought about. I, I thought no, there was a Lock no, and Key no, reference. No. I'm like, what? No. No. <laughs> no Lock and Key reference. I just, it's something I thought was, of. So he'd watch it all. No, I would. No, 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 he'll get to it I will definitely watch it all. It's just something. I just saw an episode yesterday. Uh, the one with the the Rick Association. Oh, oh the Council, Council of Rick. Council of Rick. <laughs> okay, so the reason I bring that up now, this yeah. like this season's time. You remember Evil Morty? Mm. This season's sort sort of kind of getting to not not to give anything away, but it's oh, sort I of kind Morty. of yeah. yeah, it's kind of getting to that. Like oh, you're cool. seeing stuff regarding that because. Cool. No, it's good. It's nice to know that there is an arc and they oh, do yeah. reference old... So it's not just like 30-minute yeah. episodes. But it's cool. It, it's no. subtle because it's not like they bring back Evil Morty and Evil Morty does something. You're going to see... like you, You'll see. Once you All get right. to the third season, you're going to be blown away. I Got it. It's so good. Got it. Got it. Okay. Uh, the last thing we can... The last thing here I had, and I won't spend too much time on it because I know that you guys probably haven't read this, but this is another big uh, piece of news for comic book lovers. There's a book called The Mouse Guard. And it's like one that, you know, basically like anthropomorphic mice. 
You've um, talked about this before, I think. It's really good. And the yeah. art is really the art is really good. The writing's really good. But it's like sort of uh, it's like I don't know if you've ever heard of Redwall or uh, in like the Secret of Nim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, Secret of Nim, I've heard. Yeah. So, but it's like it's definitely a little more adult. Um, but it's it's really well put together. It's beautifully illustrated, and they're actually going to be making a film, which is going to be live, a combination live action and CG. And the, and I'm not sure. I'm I don't know how I feel about this, but Maze, the Maze Runner director Wes Ball is tapped for live action adaptation. So this is a big this is a big thing because I think this would look really nice uh, on the big screen. It's like really cinematic. The book is. Um, that's all I had for news. Oh, one last piece. Uh, uh, what's the... You had, we talked about this in the car. Now I can't remember the... Colin Trevorrow. Right. Yeah, he, yeah he was essentially... Uh, he was supposed to be directing Star Wars Episode Nine. Nine. Oh, yeah, he got the boot. Yeah. He got... Yeah, it was like creative <laughs> differences, but then there's been news that's been coming out that he's been like really, really difficult to work with. Mm. And we talked about last time like small directors getting big jobs. Like Taika Waititi. Right? Taika Waititi. Yeah. Um, Jordan vote Jordan vote Roberts for, yep. from like Kings of Summer to <laughs> King Kong <laughs> to Kong Skull Kong, Island. Yeah. Trevorrow did uh, what was the name of the movie? Now I've forgotten. Um, Safety not guaranteed, which is like a small Jurassic drama, World, yeah. and then he jumped to Jurassic World, yeah. and it's just like these small filmmakers. And then he got tapped to do the, the Star Wars film. And uh, now, like, there are all these reports that he's just kind of like an egotistical. God. <laughs> an asshole. Know. That's all I can think of. Yeah, for like, yeah kind of, I guess. Must be basketball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not Play Nintendo. Cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's so he's gotten the boot, and um, and they're gonna. I guess they're gonna try and f- fill the director's chair. Um, here's what my big push is. Your push um, that Hollywood's listening to. Yeah, yeah. Kathleen Kennedy from Lucasfilm. If you're listening to this. Gore Verbinski for Star Wars Episode Nine, Pirates of the Caribbean, Rango, uh, a couple of other films. Oh, uh, um, uh, the the Western with Johnny Depp. No, I've forgotten the name. <laughs> the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger. Yes, yeah. that's right. Um, I think, and he just did recently the the well uh, some. Uh, I've forgotten the title, but he's a very he's a very like visual director. I think that he's the one that should be directing this film. Okay, that him or Brad Bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bad bird in there, bad bird. speaking of directors and all that because mm. because we just saw it um i was told by a friend of mine who is working at a fan expo and whatever else that stephen king was like so impressed with what the director did for it that he basically wants the same guy to just do the rest of his, his films yeah so to add to that one thing i forgot to mention about the hulu pilot for lock and key Muschietti, who directed this uh, film, is actually directing that pilot. Ah. So, all making pizza sense. time. Pizza. pizza. I gotta go get pizza, here. guys. Yeah. You can start off the next part of the podcast. Yeah. Podcast. Pro- part. Part of the podcast. But yes, um, Muschietti. Uh, he did a movie called Mama. Have you heard of that? I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. Did you? Have you seen that? Uh, you don't really watch horror films, Sudeep, do you? No, I don't. See, no. That's the funny thing for me, too, is that I don't even really watch horror movies oh, really? that much. But, yeah. you're, like, but you're reading. You're consuming well, horror. Well, yeah, Stephen King is a different kind of writer, Is it? Too. He's not exactly... <laughs> it's not horror horror, you know? Like, it's like... It, it's like thriller slash horror, but also like a, a little bit more of like... Um, yeah, thing, some kind of uh, you know dark. Yeah. Um, I think most horror films have. I mean, they have to have that element to it. Right? Um, but the films are visceral, right? So yeah. they have, like, there's more visual. There's more shortcuts. 
Um, I feel like obviously with books like horror books that I've read, you can like really unpack like everything and it has breathing I mean but we're he, talking about it so he, I mean that is like example. that is that is um, the the prime example of unpacking because that thing is a cinder block well yeah have, right? you, yeah have you read or seen <laughs> The Green Mile I've seen The Green Mile I've and, not read it you know it's actually a very good um, rendition of the book they did a really good job I really know. that's one of the and that's a Stephen King book yeah, it is a Stephen King book and, and it's not a horror book it, really it's, it's not a horror book Stand By Me was another one right, right? that was supposed to, that was yep. really well done not a horror um, book but the Green Mile is interesting because that director, uh, Frank Darabont, he is the Stephen King adapter because he did Shawshank, Redemption, right? He did the Green Mile, yeah, and yeah. he did The Mist. So he, mm-hmm. him, and Stephen King have like uh, a really good rapport when it comes to him but adapting films. But that is how he picks movies that are not really truly horror movies. Ah, The that Mist are not is your prototypical Stephen oh, King books. The I Mist suppose. is a horror film. Okay, yeah. Come on. Maybe, that, that's, maybe that's, that's a solid read the book? Maybe yeah. not the book. Anyone read The Mist? No, have you? Okay. And she just recently did. Oh, yeah. I, I, like, I just finished it a couple weeks ago. So it's a short, it's a novella, right? It's a short story, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is. And now they're doing a <laughs> why, why, why that face? Why the face? Um, I was uh, very disappointed with the book, actually. Mm. So, and the reason why I say that is because the movie that, um, like I said, you just got late stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the yeah. movie. There's a lot of condensation on my drink going on over oh, here. Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> Truthfully, my my laptop's covered in water and Caesar, so at this. I've point, been wiping it with my sleeve, but yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but with with the mist, I had I went over to a friend's place and they were watching it, so I caught the the very end of the movie, mm-hmm. and I I was blown away by the ending. I was like, this is amazing, like. Oh, I was like, this is a very, like, very morbid ending. I was like, and this is a Stephen King book? So, like, I saw the ending of it, and I was like, yeah, I have to read this book. This is going to be awesome. So you saw the film? I did not see the the I saw the the very end of it. Wow. So, I guess, like, no spoilers and stuff. Oh, yeah, this is totally, this is spoiler town. (laughs) Yeah, this is, well, you can talk about The Mist. That shit's been out for a long time. If you're not spoiling anything, now it's your fault. I suppose. You should have watched it by now. But, yeah, with the, um, the the ending or whatever, like he shoots his kid and like he shoots the, the chick in the car or whatever. He tries to kill himself, no dice. And then yeah, the, yeah, mi- the, the tank that's comes it. And the, the mist tank. leaves. And then he's just like, well, I just killed everyone for nothing. Yeah. It's like, that's so crazy. It's, like, that's so it's, morbid. It was an ending where I was like, I was laughing because I'm like, this is like, could the, were they just sitting around just thinking of how could we end this in the most depressing way possible? And it's that's better like, than the book. I'll tell you. <laughs> I thought it was wonderful. There was no I thought the way they ended the it was crazy. Essentially, there was no ending for the book. The story just stops. <laughs> he was like writing a letter and was just kind of like, I'm gonna just leave this here and the end. I was like, I'm sorry, you said it's a short story or it's like a. It's not, it's not like one of those like everything event, everything's eventual um, short stories, but okay. it's not as long as it, let's say. Yeah. Okay. It was Bible long. Yeah. <clears throat> um, no, I really like the ending to the mist. I thought it was amazing. Mm. It blew me, like, it stayed with me after that. I was like, that was fucked. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. Not in the book. No, no. I think that's There's powerful. I think stuff, stuff like that's pretty powerful. There's things here. What's in the... There's things. I don't, I don't know. know. There's <laughs> dipping sauce. There's pizza. There's drinks. We literally right. went to like a lunchtime movie without any lunch. So yeah. We're, everyone's we're everyone's, uh, Ooh, everyone's eating. So apologies for all of the... So I'm not apologizing. E- eating, noti- <laughs> eating noises. No. Um, which brings us to It. Um, because there's a lot of eating noises <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> Um, so why don't we get started with the boss battle? What do you guys think? Good? Yeah. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Who's ready for a demonic clown hellish hoedown? No. 
Oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, I can't believe they just did that. Yeah. Like, that was a straight, a straight up, a solid hoedown. It was a I think solid hoedown? The best part was his face. He was, <laughs> he he looked, very happy. his body was really, really happy to do that yeah. hoedown dance, but right. his face his was face like, just dead face. Just yeah. not happy about ho- hoeing down. <laughs> oh wait, was he like serious? Dude, time. he yeah. wasn't breaking a face, like a no. smile at all. You Dude, I was watching his limbs. I couldn't. No, I was watching was his limbs, but his face was just staring, like angry, just like mm. you know why? That's probably the fiftieth take that they had to do. And he's like, I have fucking had it. Scars with my legs hurt, guys. This, can we go? This costume's heavy. I've had it with his hoedown. These pom poms. <laughs> These pom poms. Yeah, on the toes. Yeah. Um, so okay, let's jump into this. So. Uh, we want to start with the non-spoiler portion, I yeah. guess. So, like, general feelings, we're going to start at this side of the table. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. Give okay. Sam. Um, oh, I... uh, sorry. One, one last thing. Just so everyone understands, Sudeep and Sam have read the book relatively recently. Yeah. Justin and myself have not read the book, so you're going to get multiple perspectives here. So I think it's going to be interesting. Sorry, go ahead. So, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, in terms of actually adapting the book to the film, they did not... Quite stick to the story, mm. mm-hmm. and uh, but beyond that, like I mean, if you're you know not really going to be looking at that kind of stuff, I I enjoyed the movie thoroughly. That was the second time I've seen it, so <laughs> that's interesting. So you went to see it a second time, even though you sound like you were mostly because Justin asked me to come to the podcast too. So I was like, yeah, I'll come watch it, whatever. <laughs> watch it one more time. Mm-hmm. Perfect, perfect. Okay, Sudeep. Um, <clears throat> I'm still trying to gather my thoughts, really. Um, but I did enjoy the movie, and like you said, like I've read the book, and and I agree with Sam. It does not. There's quite a few things that. Um, <laughs> it doesn't skip per se, but it just uh, <laughs> condenses and or chooses to not explain or. But I don't feel like it really takes away from the movie as well. Um, I think the spirit of the book was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, the main it. themes were there. Uh, there were some parts of the book that I wish they kept uh, or they'd included in the movie, certainly. But, you know, it's it's always hard to please everyone, for sure. And they had two-plus hours to work with. <laughs> and yeah. even then, I felt like it was too short. It didn't That's, feel like yeah. a long movie. So what, um, what is the actual runtime of the film? Does anybody know? It was, it was, it was two hours like two, and 15, I think. 15, yeah. 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 It was yeah. Just that was a, it's a long movie. I, I was surprised by the length. So Didn't overall, overall impressions. I, I would say I enjoyed it, and I and I was telling you earlier. I don't even watch horror movies really. Um, it's they're just not really my genre. But it was mainly for the book that I really wanted to see this movie, yeah. and um, I think the director did a good job, and hell, even the author agreed, right? Yep. Yeah. Hold on. We talked about this earlier. It's not your genre, but you read a twelve hundred page horror book. See, and that's what I mean. It doesn't. It's not really a horror book. The movie is. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know. I, well, I mean, it's also like... It's hard to of, explain. It is hard to explain. It's also hard to kind of categorize as well in terms of like horror movies, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that kind of a genre. I mean, when you're reading something that horror, whatever genre it is, like you, you get so immersed into it and it's not like, you know, those jump scares that's not going to happen to you while you're reading, you yeah, know? That's correct. So it, it, it's a totally different feel. And it's again, a slow that, burn when you're reading it. Yeah. You're and you anticipating what's going to happen to the scare. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what horror is, right? I mean, I guess, like, the interpretation of that on the screen is suspe- like real-time suspense. Yeah, So there's, like, yeah, a yeah. difference between the two. Yeah, that's I, fair. I, I, agree. I agree. But, um, yeah, it was the second time that I've seen it, 
And uh, I still jumped at every part that I knew there was going to be like a jump. I was they like, got oh, me. <laughs> I think there were two moments in the movie that got me. We can get in, when we get into the spoiler section. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about that. But I managed to stay fairly jump free actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all right. Well, yeah, I liked the movie quite a bit. I think it was a little long um, in certain parts. Long in the tooth. Long in the what tooth. Those two fucking buck teeth. Um, <laughs> no, I think that, that it was kind of long in certain... Like, there was parts of the movie I don't think that it needed. Um, we can talk about it later. But um, overall, <laughs> man, it looked. It was a good-looking film. Like, mm. you. that's the thing, is I kept on mentally comparing it to the TV, the, like, the TV series or... The, what is it? the movie series, the TV movie series or whatever. And you can't. It you just, can't. it doesn't look... Or, sorry, it looks way better. They put a whole epic movie budget behind it and I think they made a really good film um, it, there wasn't a lot of jump scares that got me if any but I don't categorize that as a selling point for a film I don't think for they needed that for a horror film though? no for a horror film fuck I'm no, not going I agree with you I appreciate yeah. that that they're not just trying to go for gimmicky jump scares all the time exactly. not all it's, the time it's when you anticipate but... that the scare is coming and then you're on the edge of your seat yes. like, that's better horror than the gratification you get from having been jumped by this monster just yeah coming something out of the coming door. on the screen really fast right. and then a big noise being thrown on the screen that, yeah, yeah. that's a cheap scare but I've got yeah I've got huge opinions about jump scares I think they're just real cheap yeah and they're not earned a uh, movie filled with jump scares has no atmosphere well that's the thing if it's filled with it that's you know <clears throat> one thing but. They they always work. <laughs> that's the, that's the thing. I mean, but here's the thing: they always and it always works. If we were sitting here right now, someone turned out all of the lights and then made a loud sound, everyone would be scared. If you were watching a video of someone, uh, you know, reading the Bible in a very calm and collected voice, and suddenly a crazy, you know, clown appeared on the screen, there was loud sounds. You'd be terrified. You. Terrified isn't the word. You're shocked. You're startled. There's yeah, a startled. 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 That's, the, That's the right word, right? So jump scares in and of themselves are not hard to do because mm-hmm. things changing suddenly are, is shocking and startling to anybody. Mm-hmm. It, the, the key is building the atmosphere to make a jump scare not only startling but also like effective or will last long. Last longer than the moment that it is like, yeah. on screen. Yeah. And I didn't feel like they did that once in this film. Really? No, okay. I really didn't. Okay. There wasn't any, like I said... I, I am susceptible to jump scares, maybe less so than some others, but I still jump scare. A good jump scare will get me. Mm. And then after, I'm like, ugh. But this one didn't get me, but there were times that I was startled. See, that's the really? thing. Really? Okay. So, I can be startled by something, but at the same time, that you don't get that jump out of your seat jump scare shit, mm, right? Mm. So there's a lot of, like, well-earned moments of startlement for me. Yeah. If startlement's actually a word, but that's kind of like startlement. Startlement. Yeah. <laughs> if it isn't, Webster's get in touch. We'll, we'll talk. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Sell you startlement for a good fee. Um, so yeah, that's my feelings on it, man. Positive, positive, positive. Yeah, positive. same here. I was actually I enjoyed it. Um, I'm somewhere in between. Like I, as a kid, I read like maybe the first quarter of the book. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, like, the, like well, it was a long time ago, like, the early 90s, when I was like, oh, yeah, this book's supposed to be really scary. I read the I read the first, you know, I, I, don't, even, I don't even think it was a quarter. I didn't get very much past Georgie's death scene mm-hmm. in the book, because that literally scared the shit out of me. I was like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> game uh, over. So I, game over. I, I, and then, of course, I watched the miniseries at a very sort of uh, um, malleable age, so to speak, so it stuck with me. It's right up, you know, the, it and like, you know, Michael Jackson's thriller, two really terrifying experiences for me as a yeah. kid. Um, 
And, uh, but, but I read a lot about the book. Like I've read, you know, like I know so much about the book mm-hmm. just from speaking with people. So I've not read it and I don't think I'm going to read it because I'm a very slow reader and reading that is like a six month like time sink. <laughs> and I know enough about it that I'm not going to get a whole lot out of it, but I will read other Stephen King books that I know less about. So I'm sort of somewhere in between. I did enjoy it. I know there's stuff in the book that wasn't in the movie. And vice versa. <laughs> That's right. I guess they added some stuff. But one of the things that was more concerning to me, I, I did enjoy it. I think I think it had moments. It had definitely had jump scare moments that I that that got me. Is the uh, CG element? They kind of pushed yeah. that a little too much. There was a couple of shots that I was, I was just like, like no. he couldn't. And it was right at the, the, there, there was one at the beginning of the movie when he actually he actually goes after Georgie. Uh, it? Yeah. There was I, one one particular shot, oh, in, shot in that thing, okay. and I was just like, no, that's uh, not good. It looked horrible. I, it was like that time we were watching the Alien vs. Predator trailer, and yeah. we were watching something like, that can't be it. Yo, that can, oh, and that I was see. it. It I was that horrible it. moment when the Predator turns around and hits the, the or cuts the alien's tail off. Yep. There was a, there was like a, a moment in that like this, because if I saw that exact shot in the trailer, I'd be like, that's not the final shot. Can, <laughs> there's got to be more to it. It just, yeah. it didn't look right. Yeah. So wait, you're, t- you're saying that there was a scene, or it's a, like a shot in that scene that was in the trailer? No, no, well? no, 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 no. I'm saying that oh, okay. if I would have seen that in the trailer, would, yeah, I'd have been like, well, they just rushed that shot out the door. They're going to, they're going to fix it up a little bit. Yeah. So it looked like a rush shot, I guess is what he's saying. Not a finished product. Reload me. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, we're all getting slices of pizza now. Here, do you want to just like what pizza do we yeah, have yeah, today? We've got uh, chorizo. One of the pizzas chorizo. is chorizo, chorizo uh, Portuguese chorizo, spinach and peppers, and we got that onions, chicken, and red peppers on the other one. So are you we're the crust first. What kind of monster both. are you, guys? Listen, <laughs> actually, no. Wait, I did this. I did this when I was in Arizona because the pizzas, really the, the pizza that the customer <laughs> got for one of the slow. days was like the, the slices design. were like fucking like rulers. They were like twelve inches long. Yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't hold it up and eat it because the front would just flop down. That's why you fold it. No, I couldn't do that. I was in front of people. <laughs> no, but so you're in front of people. Yeah. Oh, what a social <laughs> sin, dude! What a social hold sin on. to fold the, your pizza. If it was in front of you guys, I would have rolled it into a ball and eaten it like an apple. But I was soaking like, in water. Don't, and don't, 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 don't tell people how we live. <laughs> do you want to tell that story? Yeah, I do. Okay, this has nothing to do with it, but this is just a good story. Go for it. Go for oh, it. It really is. This was like, I was in grade eight, I guess, because that was when Marianne, our, our neighbor, first moved to our street. And she'd come over <laughs> for pretty much the first time to hang out. And <clears throat> both the brothers were there with a bunch of their friends and whatnot or whatever. We're all hanging out in the kitchen. We tried to make a frozen pizza. And what had happened was <laughs> the pizza got completely burnt on the outside mm. and it was completely raw on the inside. So Justin <laughs> took it and just melded it into a ball and went to the back door and just sh- shot put it as far as he could into the hydro <laughs> Brilliant. And then he turns to my friend and he goes, don't tell people how we live. <laughs> and that's her first of hanging out that's, at the I, park. That's, that's literally oh, the that's first funny. time she ever came to our house. <laughs> she got to see me throw it into the... Uh, I'm sorry. I don't understand why you didn't just cut that part out. What? The, the no, it was the whole pizza. It was the whole pizza. No, the entire pizza. Raw on the inside, burnt on the outside. But then why not cut that out and cook it? Again. That was a lot of there work. Were, that was a better here's idea. Here's the thing. There are probably a lot of different ways to handle that situation. I, I just don't see where we're rolling it into a ball and it's shot so putting funny. it. It's the first solution that comes to your mind. <laughs> but here's the thing. None, none of the other solutions, though, left as big of an impact on Marianne. She didn't fuck around in our house anymore after that. She knew where she was. Oh, my God. 
to get balled up and thrown into the hydro field. <laughs> Do you want pizza? No, 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 please no. <laughs> For the love of God, no. no why didn't you fold it? it, in, you fold it? it in half? I was with people. <laughs> like, no. Because the thing so is, man, if you fold a pizza in half, you were straight up savage mode. <laughs> That's like, you were trying to shovel that shit in your mouth as fast as you can, which for me is totally no, like, that's what happens. But I was in front of customers, man. I had to do this as sensibly and as, as elegantly as I could without going to fork and knife. Because if you eat your fucking pizza with a fork and knife, you're a fucking loser. And I'm pointing at the mic when I'm saying this. <laughs> you're pointing uh, apologies to all of any, our any audience listener. of six who um, eats their pizza with a knife. I'm not apologizing hey, to you. Uttles apologizing. No apologies for me. Last time, time. No, I mean, our audience is growing in my head. Yeah. So I'm speaking to six people instead of three. We've also um, got a live viewer right now, or a live listener. My wife is just walking up the stairs after stealing some of the pizza. <laughs> I eat the pizza that she ordered. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> So, sorry, back, back to it, and one quick thing, I, you know, like, I eat my pizza, this is how this started. <laughs> oh my sorry. god. I go from both ends, because I can't eat the crust on its own, I need a little crust and a little cheese, so I, I eat it at both ends. But that's ends. what dipping sauces that's are for. Dipping. I don't like me some dipping sauce. I'm like, okay, you know what, I go to the school of Pennywise. He You're starts, a monster. He takes a bite out of the head, takes a bite out of the feet, and then he ends... You know, at the waist. Please. And then he plays with the arms. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> he does play with the arms. Okay, so back to it. General feelings, positive. Uh, again, the CG uh, moments. The balloons. For the most that's part, it. CG was good, though. Yeah, it was good, but the balloons bugged me. Not all of them. Like, the one flo- like uh, the one floating in the sewer. Uh, <clears throat> that's that I heard, Gary. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, that looks like a PlayStation 1 <laughs> like cinematic graphic. I, was, I, I know what they were going for there, but like I just... Didn't look right. It didn't look right, yeah. you know, and, and you really? could have somebody off camera like holding. No, you know what? I'm not a filmmaker. I'm not even going to suggest that. It just didn't look, didn't look convincing enough. Uh, I do, I do, in the in even the paper boat at the beginning, it was there were some shots where it just didn't. It was definitely CG. Like they didn't set that whole shot up. It was, um, but other than I'm nitpicking because. Some of the makeup, that's what what I do, Uh, but some of the the digital makeup effects, so like they did, like, you know, when it gets hurt, um, I'm not ruining anything there, but like there's certain like makeup effects they do on uh, Sarsgaard's like traditional makeup that actually enhance it, and it's really, really nice, really well done. They obviously spent a lot of time on that. So that was really good. It's just some of the odd thing, like the... Uh, they did this sort of, sort of like vibrating background thing sometimes. Couple, he's yeah, like, I'd seen that a couple And that's in the trailer the too. too. Where, <laughs> when the hoedown happens, there's this, everyone's excited, <laughs> including the background. It's like, <laughs> right. um, but like they, they do this, like, uh, it's like he's altering reality, like when he's like moving at a supernatural speed. I like the idea. Uh, and but the execution left a little to be desired. I thought it was a little too computer-y. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I enjoyed the film. Um, yeah, I, I, and it, the, the gore moments were really good too. Like there was some. Yeah, that first scene was. Uh, they did, was, They went for it. They did a really good job yeah. setting up that relationship. The first movie, I didn't give a fuck about Georgie. Like I couldn't care less. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. They spent a good like they the credits. Spent, yeah, yeah, they spent a good. considerable amount of time building up a relationship with this character that we just met for the first time. But I, I cared like oh, I yeah, cared no, right I away about Georgie. I mean, Georgie's really the catalyst of the film, right? Yes. That's where it all kind of kicks off. Yeah. Um, the conversation he's between... So <laughs> he's so he is adorable. He's yeah. adorable. Uh, the conversation between Pennywise and Georgie was really well done. Yes. I thought, because I thought, you know, if, 
if the clown's too scary, George will never be. A, he's not going to be a part of this. But it was that he was actually kind of energetic and like That's the whole fun. Point. Yeah, and it was like it was well done. Like it wasn't like I could see how <clears throat> this setup could happen and how that conversation could happen. It seemed very natural, and he seems very like uh, you know talkative, like the clown and stuff like that. Uh, but also unsettling at the same time, but manages to yeah. to straddle that line. So, the Sarsgaard was amazing. I thought the kid actors were the kids were all really really good. Yeah. There um, was one kid. Um, I'm trying to remember what the the kid's name was. He was the uh, the Jewish character. Um, Stan. 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 For most of the film, he was horrible. Yeah. They were just cardboard, boring. Just every time he delivered a line, I was like, ugh. Yeah. You're the worst. <laughs> but then there's he also has the best performance of them in one scene yes. by far. Yeah. When he's terrified. Like yeah, he, when he's scared, it, yeah. When he's scared, holy god, that was believable. Like mm. I was yeah. I was deep into that scene. But everything else, the kid just didn't seem credible. He didn't yeah. seem there. I agree. I think he's probably the weakest of the of the bunch. Yeah. Yeah. You sound. You look like you're. You sound and look like you're holding something back. I am, but I. I, I, I I'll, I'll save it. Yeah, I like. There's a reason why he's the weakest the of the bunch. Yeah. Okay. Um, but having said that, I do agree with the portrayal was also didn't weak. convey that. Yeah. yeah. The portrayal it was, itself. For sure. it, it just they almost relegated his character to the background at some points where pretty he much just was like, like oh, he's part of the losers, but he's not really an important loser. I think literally he's in the background of every loser's shot. <laughs> yeah. There's like he's just standing in the background. <laughs> kind of like, in the background. <laughs> so the same thing with Mike Hanlon. Yeah. As well. That was, Which one was Mike. The, um, the, the talkie, the, the, the chatty shoot, one, the the gun kid, the one with uh, where his parents burned. Oh yes, I like. Where did he go? Where did he go for half the movie? Like he kind of like he didn't come in until halfway no. through the movie. Well, they showed him in the beginning, and then, right. then it wasn't until later when he gets um, jumped by the kids and they rescue him, and then have the big. That was <gasps> okay. <Yeah. laughs> that's for later. That's for later. That's for later. Yes. So I think generally it's positive, but we're gonna get a couple of diverging opinions when we jump into the spoilers. Yeah. I think we should just jump straight into the spoilers. There's two. No bonus round. No bonus round this okay. time. We're a lot of time constrained this time. And I Lock think... and key. Read it. Everybody should read it. Yes, I already wrote that down. I'm do. going Amazing. to. Very very good. You know what you should do? Side. You do a side, full side quest on it. That's what I was thinking. If you guys read it, we could actually we could do. We could even do a whole podcast on it. No, we could do a side quest. Whatever. I'd I'd like to read it though. I'm I'm going to look look for it for sure. No, it's very very good. It's 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 definitely in the same vein. Um, And uh, Gabriel uh, Rodriguez, I think that's the name of the artist. Art is fantastic. The writing's fantastic. It's a great horror comic. A great example of how horror uh, can be more than just jump scares and. Mm -hmm. And it's um, like six parts. Uh, I think there's six six big trades, but I think there may be like maybe nine trades. I gotta look it up. But uh, you know, if you guys want it, I have it. I can lend. I can you know lend it to you. If you guys should lend it. it to me. I may have <laughs> yeah. done that. Already. I should start reading my recommendations, you asshole. <laughs> anyway, all right. A big list. Well, take oh, off yeah, your hands if you want. <laughs> okay. Into the spoilers. Yeah. Um, so first things first. I love when studios do the logos at the beginning, and I think we talked about this. Or they do the logos at the beginning, and they and they um, change the logos for the film ever so slightly. Yeah, a little yeah. slightly. So, for example, um, uh, uh, what was it like Dark Tower did that? What did they? I can't remember what they did. Turtle. The turtle. They had the tech corporation comes up at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, and this one, the New Line Cinema logo comes up, and like a red balloon, like floats. Through, through the thing. And it, it, this all started, like, I think, before, like, uh, Blade, like, the original Blade. Yeah. Like, this New Line Cinema logo was all red. 
instead of blue, and that was like a big that was a big change. The Matrix changed everything to green, yeah, like yeah. the Warner Brothers logo. They would do stuff like the Transformers Paramount thing, as the Transformers sound coming as the stars pass the screen, stuff like that. I love that stuff, and they do it here and they do it really well. I thought that was great. It was really subtle. Yeah. Unfortunately, while that was happening, two assholes were trying to find their seats. Those fucking pricks. In the theater, I was not happy about it was that. incredible. They were trying to find their seats in the With theater. With flashlights on their phone. Flashes it's not like on their phone. Seating. I don't understand why Yo, they needed their flashlights. Flashes on their phones. <laughs> Both of them had flashlights. There were two. Two See, of them. Were. I've, two of them. I've seen people insane. do it where they just kind of pointed at the ground and they're trying to find their friends or something. Okay, I got a little bit more, but they were pointing it up at the crowd. I was like, after a while, I said something. I was yeah. like, you need to st- turn that shit off yeah, or something. Off. I can't well, remember. That's true. I tried to sound as polite as possible but I think I said something like uh, can you turn that off please yeah yeah. in an an imposing in an imposing sound yeah it was it was brutal there may be some reason why they had to do that but honestly if you're gonna if you feel like you have to do that then just don't come late don't come late don't show up to the show late and second of all people were (laughs) people are totally capable of finding their own seats before flashlights on cell phones were invented that's right they had the guided lighting yeah Um, so anyway so while that was happening, that was happening. Anyway, so the logos come up. Um, there's a scene between Georgie and Bill. Am I getting the name right? Yeah, Bill. Yeah, the brother. Yeah. yeah. This is a great lead up. I thought this whole intro scene was like a really it great was lead up. For too. me, it was perfect. What did you guys think? I mean, this is a big moment in the book too. It's like the one that typically, like in the miniseries, focused on. It's the big intro for the for the. That's how the book begins, as far as I remember. Yeah, yeah. 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 The the and tone you, of it was a little different in the book, but like the, uh, that's nitpicking like crazy because like Bill was kind of like irritated because Georgie was all like, "Come play with me," and mm. he was like, "It wasn't as like brotherly love, you know, like just the." But no, that's an important point because afterwards Bill regrets being so short with him. Well, yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah. That, that is true. And so they they did. Again. Yeah, right. they had a, a different tone to to that in like relationship or whatever in general. Their parents weren't included very much, other than the dad. Yeah, you mean in the film or in the books? In the film. In the film. In the film. His mom they, is just shown playing the piano, and that's that was it. Well, Which I thought that was way. really funny. Yeah. I started kind of laughing. laughing. So I was like, <laughs> it's so fucking creepy. Like, what are you doing? The whole house, all of the lights are off, and then the mother's playing like the most dreary, creepy song oh, yeah, you yeah. could, yeah. and doesn't it's even look at her child. It wasn't even a lullaby. It was, it was something like, bad is going to no, happen. That was, was actually was the menacing. title. It yeah. was it was a score at the time, and it was very ominous. Yeah, it was. It was oh, but that was the funny part I, because like you don't know that until Georgie comes down the stairs. Yeah. So you just think it's the score for the film, and they're leading up. Yeah, he yeah. Comes and, down then the stairs, and then you see the mom playing the piano. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> there was also a huge. I don't know, but their time was completely off. When they were kids, it was set in the 50s, was it not? Mm-hmm. Oh, true. Well, Versus that... being kids. I know, again, it's nitpicking or whatever, but like when they're kids, it's in the 80s. It's mm-hmm. like that doesn't... Yeah, so they did that. Mm-hmm. I think the reason they did that... There, that was okay, okay, there's a reason for yeah. it. Yeah, it's because people who are going to be watching this movie, this movie now, mm-hmm. uh, they're, you know, 30-something, 40-something, they're going to remember the 80s. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. So when that it makes it more relatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it makes it more That's relatable. True. I think that they made a good decision in that regard because yeah. our... Okay. Like our... We're going to we're we are the actual target audience. Yep. Yeah. Right. We and maybe people like maybe five six years older than us. Older, right. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's true. Um, but and, I I don't have any um, qualms about the about the. I wonder time, if that would Yeah, I don't think that it would have made that much of a difference. But it was something that I noticed the second time around. I didn't notice it the first time when I was watching it. You know why I loved it. Because <laughs> Batman and Lethal Weapon 2 were both playing That's at the right. theater. I, that. <laughs> I saw that. I'm like, yes, look at that shit. Nice. Amazing. Um, but yeah. more more spoilers and things that I was displeased about at least. 
was that they they messed around in the ways that the kids saw Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Oh, like and down like the different in the film? forms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's jump into that in a, in one quick yeah. second. So this conversation between uh, Georgie and uh, and Pennywise really really well done. I thought Absolutely. it was like really creepy. Um, <clears throat> the whole what did you think of the disjointed mouth? sort of reaper thing he had going on with that was the shot i was talking about not the not the lead up to it was okay but the bite when he bit his arm that looked weird like it It kind of it it it, once he once he once he bit him it was like the frame was on like it was like the frame froze for like two or three frames yeah yeah and it just like it, it similar it to lingered kind of, on it. Yeah, it lingered yeah. on it, but like nothing else was moving. If he was like wriggling or trying to like pull him in or something, then it would have looked fine. But it was, it was like he like, bit him, and then it like like a freeze frame for there. like two or three frames. It was yeah. very very minor, but I'm stuff like yeah, that. I, I can see. I, I'll yeah, nitpick sorry. about that a little bit. Um, but, but the scene itself, fuck man, it oh, was good. really good. Yeah. yeah, really good. Like really, the dialogue was really good because like <clears throat> I was always concerned with the fact that if this clown is so scary, which I mean he's pretty creepy looking. Why would anybody get near him? Well, but you saw the, the the old one, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the whole point is that he's, you know, he's scary as hell, but he's, like, calming enough or whatever to lure the kids in, yeah, right? So he has to thing. have that element of, like... Relatability, like, fun. That's what I'm looking for. But did you, notice, yeah. did you notice his eyes changed? Yes, that so was They were blue awesome. at the beginning of it. When he's talking to Georgie, they he's a friendly color. clown. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's invited. He's got a balloon. So... He doesn't have a balloon. He doesn't have a balloon. He and, have and, a, yeah, and that's, that's what I don't understand. Is yeah. why he did, that's how we pulls Georgie to me. It's not the boat. It's that, look, Georgie, you have a balloon. And Georgie asks him in the book, does it float? That's where it comes from. That's where, yeah. And but you'll the float. They really, from that. They really. It's like, and he says, yes, it floats. He's like, okay, I'd like to have it. And he reaches for that. And that's when he pulls his arm off. Mm-hmm. They, <clears throat> we'll get to this, but they really took that float symbol, you know, uh, uh, very literally yeah. uh, later in the film. Which I didn't mind. I actually kind of liked how it all tied together. Um, I kind of just went, I, I don't oh, they're floating. <laughs> That's they literally what I said. They float too. He wasn't lying. That's literally what I said in my head. I went, they're floating. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So anyway. So, so overall, like that scene that sounds scene. like it was well received by everybody. Right? Yeah, I yes. think so. Yeah. Well, and it sets the tone. It's like, okay, there's this clown. It sets he the tone. Yeah. people. Yeah. But then in the end, he's not that friendly. And, yeah. and one thing that was cool too. So in the trailer, it was, when I saw the trailer, I was, I wasn't convinced because like he was very creepy in that he's like, take it. It was like, who the fuck is going to get close <laughs> to that? He's like, nope, I'm good. You can hope on this boat. I'm going back to Stuttering Bill. Yeah. But in, in this, yeah, like, great. it was a much more expanded scene, and it was so much better than the well trailer gave it credit for. Oh, yeah. for sure. For and sure. He's, he's almost um, hypnotic in that sense. Like, he draws yeah. you in, and that's it. It doesn't matter if his voice has changed for not too late. You're drawn to whatever he's Oh, yeah, exactly. No, he was fantastic. Yeah. The voice changes, the mannerism changes, and the, the eye, eye color, color changes. changes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a very nice um, addition to visually show when he's... Showing his true like, colors. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, so to speak. Then there was the scene of um, when uh, Bill went down to the basement and like saw Georgie and like it was flooded. Don't think that happens in the book. No. 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 Just making sure. <laughs> right. But so, that scene, that scene was kind of cool though. Like just how he like comes up from the water, <laughs> like throws Georgie down. Because oh, he's cool. like... Um, Puppeteering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just throws him down. Yeah. Very cool. That's, well, I was telling you until earlier, that's one of the big differences is in the book, they actually um, show a lot more murders or they discuss a lot more murders of kids getting killed by it. And they go into graphic detail about them. And these kids eventually wash up and are found. Yeah. With missing body parts or, you know, 
they're just that um, is true. Full, full <laughs> aspect of which I would think I, they would go that route, the missing route, if they didn't want to show violence on children. Fine, but they didn't. They showed a lot. Yeah. Georgie got his fucking arm ripped off. Yeah. I was like, holy crap! That's about what it, they're though, really. To do. Like, but, and that was it, really. That was really and, it. And um, who was the other kid? Uh, ben, the fat one. No, the, the other one who dies in the sewer. Oh, oh, oh uh, Pat, yeah, Patrick. Patrick. Patrick, yeah. So and, I guess. <clears throat> um, Which they don't what they're trying to do, exactly. uh, just given my knowledge of the book or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think what they're trying to do is like, okay, how can you? T- I've got you know Stephen King has twelve hundred pages to tell you all kinds of horrific details. I think what they're they're challenged with is okay. I need to make sure that every detail in the story comes back to the story. Mm-hmm. Has to right. So it's like okay, if I can like, I don't have to discuss the murders of the other kids. I don't. I don't need to. Let's focus on the stuff. Focus. They they focused a lot on the kids. And I think the part of the problem with the film is that it feels like a series of vignettes, like little short films for each kid. Yeah. You this and it's it's like this kid. Okay, is it's going to be scared by the clown in some weird and strange way? It almost lives as a short film. You can show that four minutes or five minutes. On its own as a short film, yeah, and I feel like they weren't they weren't connected enough mm-hmm. as it was doing because it was very systematic. It was like doing all of the kids, you sort know, of what? one after the other. That that's kind of how the book is structured, though, for the mm-hmm. most part. Like each chapter is more or less mm-hmm. like you know from each how kid's... they see Pennywise exactly right, yeah. how, what their experiences are. Yeah. But that that's time. that's their bonding experience too. Is it you know for a long time it kind of hovers where every kid has had their own. Pennywise experience, experience yeah. but they don't want to talk, talk about, about it because it they, they think, think they're, they're crazy, yeah. right? But eventually something happens and it brings them all together. Um, but that's the thing. There was like, there there were other other things that I noticed that were just totally off. Like the fact that Ben had all the history of dairy. That wasn't right, right? That was all Mike Hanlon, was it not? Um, In the partially, book? yeah, because he works at the library. Ben, yeah, okay, Ben for sure. Mike, but Mike Hanlon gets the story of, of the, the burn, um, sorry, the whole fire. Um, yeah, from his from dad. his dad. Yeah, who that's what actually I thought. is yeah. alive in the book. <clears throat> yeah, so that that whole I I didn't really understand what they were trying to do there, to be honest. Mm. With with they all have, that. I think they just had to consolidate it into the one guy who's yeah. interested in the I history, suppose, right? But it's because you're like this runtime is so short. But um, then again, it, it goes back to also like adding things that weren't in the book, like the entire scene with them in the garage and the slides, not a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. And and I feel like they were trying to use that as the adaptation for and like to compensate for uh, Georgie's photo album, right? Like you know he comes through the pages way. and yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that's but that's, that's actually Bill's experience because yeah, everyone has their near death experience. Bill's experience was that was that, and yeah. then the parents came in and they're like, "What the fuck? I told you not to be in here." Blah blah blah, whatever. So that whole thing with Georgie in the basement didn't happen. I liked it a lot though. It I was a cool scene. scene. I agree. It was a really cool scene. But then it's also like. It was also one of the other reasons why the the Losers Club became the Losers Club, and they all bonded over Pennywise, is because um, he showed like he Bill showed, showed to, Richie. to Richie, yeah, and was able to see like you know the pictures were moving and all that stuff. Like the Tim Curry one when that whole thing happened, and his hand comes perfect, perfect. But they, they, so they used to um, anyway. Are we going? To so yeah, so let's yeah. Sorry, yeah. Let's not jump ahead. So after after the scene, after that scene, I'm trying to remember. Basically, they skip ahead, and I don't know. Did they show a date? Like how long Georgie's been missing? A year, I think it was, was about it a year. year. It was eighty. Was it a year? It was okay. eighty-eight, and then, and then it was eighty-nine. Because like, the, the number of months, I don't know. It you was know probably I mean? within a year. 
I feel like I knew that like because months. I saw the Batman sign on the on the thing, and I'm like, that came out in '89. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on, guys. I'm like, oh, a year's <laughs> gone by. Oh, right, right. The title card didn't give it to me. The you know title of a movie in the fake you know in a fake theater. <laughs> yeah. Came to me. No, um, I think you're right. I think it begins like in October or so. Yeah. If I remember correctly. And then, and then I think it was summer. September. Summer. No, it wasn't September. Then, yeah, it was summer. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah summer. 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 school. Summer yeah. begins. Yeah. Fall '88. Summer '89. So you get introduced to these kids who are throwing their books out in the trash. <laughs> that, that was, that was awesome. That's I not a thing. I literally that said, not, that's not very forward thinking. You might need those math problems later <laughs> in the next grade. That is not a thing. People I kept that shit for my siblings. That's not a thing. They just threw all this off. I'm like, wow. All that money on those binders. I'm like, you buy a binder. If you're in a public high school, don't you return them? Yeah, exactly. Or like, you know, you those aren't like disposable binders. One, like... Who Recycle. are you kids? <laughs> Who are you kids? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, uh, one scene that I do remember for being the most off-putting and upsetting uh, was none of the horror scenes. It was the scene where Beth, or is that her name? Beverly. Beverly, Beverly. gets garbage water dumped on her I in the stall. I was just like, because <laughs> 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 like when they when when they dump it, it's like there's like chunks of like there's like banana peels and shit in there, and I could smell it. Like, I was just like, I was literally going to throw up. Yeah, you were going bananas there. You're like, oh my god, oh my god. I actually farted so at that exact same time. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry, man. That's what did it. That makes a perfect oh, hormone. Smell-o-vision. <laughs> smell-o-vision. 4K. <laughs> 4, no, 4D. 4D. 4D smell-o-vision. Oh. Um, that, that was, was like, deluxe. that's what got me, like, I was literally sick when I saw that. That was, yeah. kind of, that was gross. That was gross. Georgie getting his arm ripped off, no big deal. But getting dumped with garbage water? That was disgusting. Anyway, so these kids go, you know, throw out all of their books and binders and shit because they're rich. Yeah. And uh, um, and they they showed the relationship between them and then and then the and then the Bowers gang. Like, so what did you guys think of the Bowers gang? Horrible. They're, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <just> all right. <laughs> no, it, it, it. All in all, I think Bowers, the whole team there, and all that jazz was the team. Was... <laughs> the Justice League of Bowers. Yeah. A bullying. A bullying. Yeah. No, they, they, they did all right with that, but they were definitely missing some elements, and I don't understand how he fell in the well and all that stuff. Fell in the well. Near the end, when, yeah, when he, he was pushed, trying to... He, he get oh. Mike, no, Mike. I know that, but he's supposed... Can I, I can say things, right? It's he's spoiler supposed time. to it's come fine. back in the He's supposed to be in the second movie. He comes back as adult. Oh. He's, in, he's in the well, so I guess if They're they bring, bring him, him back, back I they won't have him in the same capacity. It won't be the same capacity as the book. He might be something that Pennywise just... No, re- I mean, I guess... Reanimates? I don't know. It's just, that watching that fall, you go in there thinking like, oh, he's fucking dead, but that's probably what they're trying to do, right? Yeah. So then you can bring him back. That was a brutal fall. That it was. was a, it was a long way. But, it but, wasn't straight down. It was bang, 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 bang. But that also didn't happen in the book. So Because he right. chased them while they were kids, right? Like the first time around, didn't he? Um, Bowers. He, oh, he does a lot of things. Yeah, he does a lot of things. Isn't he kind of like, book? he's like a rapey... He's, there was a, he's, he's, he's a, a homosexual in the book, isn't he? There was a time. I thought. <laughs> in so the I, book, thought the, yeah. I thought he was Pretty like Pretty much everything sexual was eliminated from the movie. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 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 So, uh, well, not everything. I think yes. Bev, Bev, Bev's father you know what? aspect is still there. But, but I mean, uh, between, but the even, between, between the kids. Between the kids, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But even with Bev and her dad, I feel like they made her dad way more rapey in the movie than he was really? in the book. Really? Yeah. I was about to... I, 
He he beat on, like, he beat on he, her a lot. Like yeah. he would he would beat her senseless. But the the whole it wasn't rapey in the yeah, no. So right? it, it kind of yeah. No, you're right. He he would beat her, but um, there was a sense of foreboding that eventually this is going to lead to rape, and she needed to get out of there before oh, I see. it did. I see. Okay. That's why. In fact, I think there's a scene where she has a period, and she's like, "Oh crap, my dad's gonna find out that I'm getting my period, so yeah. I'm like a woman now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's uh, why she was like, he grabbed "But her they, they, they did that in the movie, kind of." Yeah, yeah they. they like, yeah. she was hiding it. She didn't want him to know. She didn't want anybody to know. But you can tell that that was there was. There I think was they did thing. that sort of tastefully, but at the end they pushed, they put, they full throttle that whole thing. But she kicked the, ass. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't kick him in the ass. She kicked him right in the nuts. Yep. Another scene I was very uncomfortable watching when well, she smokes him in the balls. I'm kicks like, him oh. in the face. Yeah, so but not bad. even that. There's but, a there's like two up. seconds. He she smokes him in the nuts and he's just standing there like this. I'm like, oh, he can't move. Like, <laughs> he can't, I wasn't gonna be like the Get poor guy can't. He 100 deserved what he got, but I was just like that moment where he gets kicked in the nuts. I was just like. It was pretty savage. He got it. He, he got, got. He got, got what he, he deserved. But then, he got what he deserved. But then he just walks it off like a champ later. Fuck. Yeah, anyway. he walks to the bathroom. But you know what? Like Continuity. What? Not a thing. There is a lot of. There, there was that, and then the other offsetting kind of like rapey, horrible vibe with the, the pharmacy in the pharmacy. Oh, oh my yeah, god! I love that scene. Like, like that, that was, was also that was perfect book. casting oh, for I the most that. creepy skin crawling person oh, you could find. But he wasn't so good. That's he was. He was, I can't even tell you, like, when he auditioned for that, I feel like he's just going to be pigeonholed into rapey pharmacist, like, roles. Forever. Forever, <laughs> for the rest of his life. I couldn't, I was just like, oh, this guy is so perfect. Like, you don't need to know anything about him. No, like, this is it. off-putting. And he's like, you look like Lois Lane. Oh. And I was like, ugh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, this is crazy. It's not good. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> that whole scene was, was yeah. different, too. I The pharmacist didn't have a daughter, like that stupid bully chick. I was don't she, think she was she, I didn't even think she was... The, I didn't even make that connection in the movie. Well, yeah, yeah, that, she, that was, she, that was she, the same behind behind the, the, She was sitting behind the... Ca- now I'm making that connection, yeah, but yeah. like so, as as in the film, I wasn't like, oh, they must be related. No. But in the book, though, so what had happened in the book... I just want to get this out real fast with that scene. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, how she goes, oh, you know they're all placebo gazebos. Sorry, that was weird. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> they're so gazebos. Funny. So funny. Yeah. But when she goes off and is, you know, oh, they're all placebos, blah, blah, blah. In the book, it's the pharmacist that pulls Eddie into the off- and, like into his office and was just like, yeah, this shit's all placebos, blah, blah, blah. And Eddie didn't believe him, right? Mm-hmm. And he he, he kind of storms off. He storms off yeah. and then like still gets mad at his mom or whatever, but yeah. like he continues to take his medication. <clears throat> right, right. So, so the pharmacist isn't like, you know, a cliched... Rapey? No, no, no. Rapist. He's actually a nice guy. He's very nice. He like gave oh. him a milkshake. And I'm stuff. really, <laughs> I'm really surprised to hear this because a lot of Stephen King books and and adaptations they include sexual assault, like rapey sort of creeps. Yeah. So and uh, and to, for you to tell me that the dad wasn't as rapey in the book no, as he was in the film. There, there are other characters. No, I don't. I feel like yet. they took. <laughs> well, yeah, that too, right? They took and then like this. This pharmacist is not only is he not rapey in the book, he's actually like a nice, nice guy. guy. I'm like wow, 
they added rapiness to this they story. Took... But uh, I feel like, like you said, there are other characters that they must have been trying to get that creepiness factor in, but bleed it into a number of characters that they could have screen time in the film, right? So maybe that's what they were doing. I, I know that, like the leper, for example, it was he just would, like he should have been more rapey. If yeah, anything. he uh, did. You know, they, like, they I think he was like the yelling like, from the dad and so put it onto the leper. He was like yelling. Honestly. Yeah, when he's the, chasing the, the, kid, the leper like, was kind of random. Like he was just kind of rambling, and yeah, you know, yeah. he's a dirty looking leper. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the book, it's Not actually that we have anything against in the, the book. Lepers. It's fucked. No, in the book, it's really fucked. He's actually a homeless guy. He's who, a real dude. So, who, so he's supposed the... to live under that house. Yeah. Um, because there, it's right by a rail track, and people would jump off the rails yeah. and just find shelter in that house, and that's what that house is known for. Mm-hmm. Is you'd have these creepy homeless guys, and then when um, not Richie, who Eddie, Eddie. when Eddie walks, I liked by him it, a lot, by the way. Yeah, he was he, really, he gets a homeless really guy good. running after him. Offering them a blowjob blow for, yeah. for a quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's chasing him, and he's like, "Yeah, no." So I remember, I remember that portion of the book, and I'm not sure why, but he's like yelling obscenities and like yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, um, anyway. So I'm gonna get back to the to the plot, and we're gonna we're gonna push on forward. So Bowers, not a big fan. Bowers, great mullet, Hall, yeah. solid mullet, solid mullet. Um, they were menacing. They, they were, were they, they were the right amount of menacing, but like, I, I, and you know yeah. what's cool too about them in in that the way that they were cast was. They were clearly physically more imposing than yes, the losers. Yes. Like they were like each of them were a foot taller than yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Janky Kylo Ren was Janky Kylo Ren. He was That's tall. who he reminded me of. Oh. While we're talking about lookalikes, when I first Janky saw Bev. Kylo Ren. Yeah, man. When I saw first saw Bev, I was just thinking Kirsten Dunst the entire time. Kirsten like, Dunst? Yeah, no, like, I was no. thinking Spider Man. Um, oh, what's her name? Shoot. Oh, um Lois Lane and Molly Amy Adams, yeah. yeah. I, no, I was thinking At certain angles, I saw yeah. Amy Adams. Anyway, so we get introduced to them, and I'm trying to remember what happens next. Like they, they all, they all go home. They start having these like um, experiences, episodes, experiences, mm-hmm. Their experiences with, with and the first it, one. Uh, who was I think it's Stan, like when he's um, with the painting. That also yeah. didn't that was, happen. That wasn't at first. All. No, that no, there first. was somebody else before that. Who was first? It was the uh, it was Mike. Mike Hanlon, yeah, yeah with the, right. the, 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 the delivering the meat, yeah. Yeah. yeah, in the back. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So a word about these, and now we can get into some of the things. So we have these like little vignettes of like these kids experiencing. So we yeah. had the he's he's afraid, you know, like he, he a terrifying moment in his life was when you know, the, the the place burned down with his parents inside. Uh, Stan's got the crazy lady in the painting, yeah, the painting. Yep. and. Um, uh, Bev has got this, you know, like, I don't even know what it was, but essentially it's like her trying to shed her identity because she's getting like, you know, she, she chopped her, her hair up and then all the blood. And yeah. Um, and Bill, obviously his brother and, uh, who was left? Ben the... with the mummy. Oh, oh, well he did. So no. So, so Ben got I'm chased. Sorry. He, so, so here's the, here's the thing. So uh, you, you mentioned the mummy. Mm-hmm. And so the one thing I do remember about the book was that Stephen King wanted all of his favorite uh, horror icons in one story. So he wanted like the wolf man and he wanted the mummy and he wanted, you know, Dracula and Frankenstein and all these guys to be in one book and incorporate them somehow. So I'll sort of divert to you guys, but I think what happens is that they, he, the, it uses these fears against them. Yeah. And, uh, in the film, that's not what they do. Although there is a hint of that. He does do, stuff mm-hmm. but it's not too fine a point all of the scenes that he's scaring the kids with are 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 uh related to the plot in some way 
They're well, not just like pop culture references. No, they're not. Right? The, so they the so I like the fact that they were using the terror sequences to tell more of the story. They don't have any time. I don't even have time to like scare these kids with the Wolfman and then you know scare Mike with the Wolfman and then like have somebody explain the fire at the you know at the what was it called the black the black uh, spot the black spot whatever, yeah. yeah like stuff like that yeah. like they actually incorporated the two so that they can tell this story faster but you guys have different opinions on that so please yeah away. I do you want to start with that uh, no I like I agree with you I appreciate that you yeah. know, they, they too try to use their fears against them but I don't feel like they did a good enough job of that like really it was much later when you kind of realize that oh no maybe these are their personal fears that he's like some of they them don't yeah come to that so the painting yeah. was very obvious you know he's he, he walks into that room and he sees this creepy painting yeah. um, and then that was it sure you yeah. know and that's okay that they're, they're using a different <laughs> episode right but you, you like the, the point they're... was there though that they're using the fear yeah. um but for for the like i can't remember what ben's um experience was in the, was, in the book yeah no in, in the movie in the movie, he, he follows was in the library, the, the Easter eggs. eggs. The Easter eggs. Oh, the eggs. Yeah. He just finished reading the about the Easter egg explosion or, or the Easter explosion right. or whatever. That's By the way, that was, I felt that was a very scary scene. I, I like, while while it may not come from anywhere in particular, like, yeah. in terms of, like, pl even plot. It, it well, was, I know, it sorry. It was a cool scene, for, though. It really was. For sure, plot. When he was, was coming like, down the stairs. Yeah. When the headless thing. And then when he's running, he's like, run, 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 run. And you turn around and it's like Pennywise chasing. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? Yeah. And then he's like, and he runs into the library. Oh, did you guys notice in that scene, by the way? Mm -hmm. While he's the reading way. the book, mm -hmm. it's like two things. One, it's a, like a continuity nightmare in the background because I'm just watching the librarian lurk. Did you see that? In the no, background, she's like this. Attention. <laughs> was she really? She's standing there like this. Maybe that was on purpose. And you can't see me, but like she's like That's smiling, so like grotesquely. Like so ah. she stops moving and she turns towards the camera and she's like standing there staring at the camera in the background. Oh, I never noticed that. Yeah. No, for like so. for two or three shots, she's standing there, like staring and I it looked like a smile on her face, or I like <laughs> to think it was. So I'm like, oh my god, like so something's gonna happen. And then the next shot, she's sitting in her chair. And the next shot, she's back putting, like, books on the thing. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is, What's like, an editing nightmare. Stay in one place. <laughs> <laughs> like, teleporting everywhere. But if... I was going to say, if you see the movie again... Yeah, I'm going to pay attention to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it uh, twice and I didn't notice that. Might yeah. watch it again now, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an interesting shot. Like, I, they did nothing with it. It was kind of a red herring. Or maybe something stupid I only noticed or making more out of it than it actually is. But I noticed that she was, like, lurking. There was a... There was definitely the lurk factor was high on that, mm. but that scene was great. I thought like when he goes down the thing and then the kids coming out holding all of the eggs and then his hands missing. I'm like, yes, yeah, that was, that cool. was awesome. That was cool. Yeah. No, I he shouldn't have even gone in that friggin' hallway. <laughs> that kid, as soon as he saw a roasting egg, he'd been like, mm, really? You're not gonna get me, Mister Somebody. It just well, he doesn't have the Easter explosion. Let's go chase Easter eggs. Yeah. So, you smoking, know what? I, smoking. That's Easter the thing. Eggs. He was just reading about everybody dying on Easter, and then he goes and he says. I'm going to follow these Easter eggs. That makes he just read that. Yeah. And, and you know what? I think there were... Anyway, actually, getting back to the point, though, I, mm -hmm. I think you've changed my mind. I actually... Right. Um, in the sense that I think they did do a good job of showing their fears. Yeah. And I, that, that I, it, I it is using against them. I totally forgot Ben's... Uh, I don't know why. It's actually a great scene. Yeah. And yeah. I... They, I think they did set that up nicely. Where they, they did. I just you know, yeah, yeah, it wasn't in the book like that, but that's okay. You know, like but there's elements of, of what they were experiencing in the book that were huge points. I, I found, especially with Stan. 
Stan's character, again, was He's side, he's sidelined. Yeah. Which I understand, you know, but um, they still could have done more with him as kids. Like, mm-hmm. it just in this first one. If they end up doing the sequel and whatever, if yeah. he's useless, he's useless. But, like, they could have done a lot more with his character in this one, I, f- I felt, at least. And Mike went to shit as well. Yeah. Those that was, two characters that was were, one character where I, I feel like I was he didn't do enough for him. Not at all. Yeah, so um, his, his, his fear... You know, short film. I don't know what to call them. Like episode. Yeah. Um, they were all like. I thought they were all like pretty pretty well done. Uh, so. But I think my favorite was probably um, was probably Ben, that kid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ben's because I just I don't know. I, I thought that setup was great. Um, and the whole like run 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 run. Was it like run fatty run or so? What does he yeah, say? Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> Fatty. I think he just says fatty or oh, something. Oh, he says fatty, fatty, fatty. Like Something he's, like, repeating, yeah. like, he's repeating yeah, a word. that's right. Um, um, I thought that was that was pretty frightening. Um, but, but yeah, so, like, these kids experience... So, so now we're, you know, we're into the sort of... We've seen Pennywise several times. Um, he has his big speaking moments. He's got a couple, like, maybe two, like or three, including the intro, where he's talking. What did you think of... Uh, is Bill Sarsgaard? Bill Sarsgaard, Bill, yeah. like, one of... A, a Sarsgaard, one of the clan. I mean, the Sarsgaard. I really, I him. really fucking liked. I think him a it, lot. that yeah. first scene, especially when he's talking yes. to Georgie. Oh, that whole, so good. That whole transformation. I was, oh, I was creeped out the moment he started talking. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, this guy's he's perfect. Creeped out, but like, and then he just goes deathly quiet. Yeah. And oh like, yeah, and just nothing. Yeah. Oh, that was like. That was so good. I'm getting actually. Yeah, was the water coming off of the sewer, or was he drooling? He was drooling. No, he was drooling, but. That's the point. I yeah. love like, that. Georgie doesn't understand. Like, doesn't he thinks it's just water? Yeah. But he's, he's drooling, literally cause drooling because yeah. he's looking at you know like a walking steak. Yeah. Mm. Salting the steak is like uh, scaring them. Yeah. Essentially, right? Salting the meat. But he's he's great, and the scenes that he, you know the the attack scene. Um, I think probably the scariest scene or like the most effective scene in the <clears> film <throat> for me was when he had. Kid with the broken arm. No, I forgot. Yeah. Um, when he had him. Richard. No. Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. When he had him, and he was like, like scaring him, and then he's like, like trying to like, like trying to like pretend eat his hand. I was like, oh man, that was like, oh, so, so. Yeah, it's fucking scary. Yeah, and the kid was doing a really good job of being scared, like yeah. like just like being bumbling, like screaming and whatever. So yeah, Bill Sarsgaard, like yeah, oh, terrific, terrific, terrific job. yeah, really terrific. Good. Yeah. I think he was great. So um, these kids end up, uh, they, they have their little experiences and then one, and but you know what they have interspersed with these? Like summer fun. I thought they did a really good job yeah. of capturing that childlike summer, summer like that. Yeah. magic, I guess you would call and it. And you know but what? Very, very funny. Like Richie oh, so was good. hilarious. Richie is fucking amazing. <laughs> like he's so funny in the book, so but funny. I think he's funnier on screen. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think he was yeah. way funnier in the movie than he is in the book. Like he is supposed to be a wisecracker. Yeah. Um, but... He was hilarious. Oh, too movie. funny, man. He also seemed a lot more natural than Seth Green did in the original one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. Some, it didn't seem authentic. Yeah. This one was like joke, joke. The mom jokes? Oh, <laughs> oh, what is this, birth control? Yeah. Oh, like, like, for for <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Eddie's moment, actually. That was Eddie's there, moment. Oh, that <laughs> oh yeah, that, yeah, Eddie said that. Yeah. So I, I do, sometimes I have an issue with kids being overwritten, like they're smarter than they seem to be, or they talk, they're more quippy than they seem to be. I think the film does make that mistake sometimes where it's like, okay, these kids are a little too quippy, quippy, like, you know, too quick, yeah. yeah, um, 
but I think it straddles that line. It doesn't like barrel it over, you yeah. know, like, uh, and I think that is still believable. And, and they are supposed to be smart kids. Like they're the losers club because they're all geeks. Really. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Apparently. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they have these moments of like summer fun. They do. They jump into the the quarry and and all of that stuff. And I love the scene where like Beth, Bev, Bev I keep saying Bev, Beth, but uh, Bev is like, you know, getting a suntan, just hanging. All the kids are just and they're listening <laughs> to like uh, Run. Is it Run DMC or yeah. something? Because there are all these eighties references. Now, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, So yeah, it's yeah. like Run DMC, and they're all just staring at her. And then she looks up, and they're all like, oh. uh, just kidding. <laughs> so it's just kidding. Yeah, just like whatever. Talking, whatever. She loved the attention. That's yeah. <laughs> so funny. It was really, really well done and like yeah. innocent and sweet, and like they did a good job of interspersing these horror moments with stuff that was, you know, funny and and effective, but not funny in the way it's like okay, <clears throat> stopping for comedic break. It's more of it's in, in integrated with the story. I, it all I, and I think together. it's it's important because in the end you have to remember they are children. Yeah, and yeah. they are the ones who are fighting the monster, right? But and that's a big theme of this book and movie is that it's the children who can only see the monster as evidenced by a scene we'll come to later yeah um the adults can see these monsters it's always the children who are going to fight it it's only up to them but sometimes you have to remind them yeah they're going through all these traumatic experiences but they're still children at the end of it yeah, yeah. right yeah they are and, and they, they did a, a good, really good job of they, that. it's a good job of reminding you of that so um a couple of things i wanted to call out it was very like all of the scenes where the, the the father can't see the blood in the in the bathroom when Bev has her sort of experience and the blood comes out it's everywhere. It's sick, yeah. It was very like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, <laughs> like this whole thing, and they have a Nightmare on Elm Street direct reference yeah. in the yeah. film, which yeah. is crazy. No, I mean, I guess maybe it's not crazy, but I mean, like, I think that this movie owes a lot to Nightmare on Elm Street, like a tremendous amount, because those are kids who are experiencing things that parents cannot see mm -hmm. and all of it is very um, uh, unreal. Like, it's not real, right? So, and it's their fears. So, it's like, it's all Freddy Krueger and, you know, Pennywise the Clown have a lot in common. Um, you know, so they, they, they're probably part of the same union. So, uh, <laughs> so, that, I, I thought, and even that scene with the blood coming out of the sink, I don't know, have you guys seen uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the original? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Johnny Depp, oh, spoiler alert, Johnny Depp is in that movie. I think that was his first movie. That was his Johnny Depp first. was in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah first one, yeah. And, uh, I knew that. Yeah. His, <laughs> his death scene is famous because he, it's like one of the more like, effective ones. He gets sucked, like he, he falls asleep and he gets sucked into his bed and then this like fountain of blood comes out and it sprays all over the ceiling essentially, right? And it's like really like uh, really effective death scene. It was a lot like Bev's um, experience. Yeah. Blood Just coming everywhere. out of the drain, hitting the ceiling and like spreading everywhere. So the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, correlations are really, not only are they like conceptual, but I think they're actual visual, like... Interesting. There's like there's actually a tie there, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if the I director. I wonder if uh, Stephen King was inspired by that because when did he possible? write it? I think it's like eighty two or something. Oh, when was Nightmare made? I don't know. Maybe it was eighties. Isn't the eighties? It was early eighties. Nightmare was eighties. Mid eighties, probably mid eighties. Yeah. Um, I just wrote Nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I noticed in the in the in the movie that I that I actually really liked um, the addition of was the 
that kids show in the oh, background. Oh, in the background, just always talking about it. Was the recurring theme. Oh, it was a recurring that was theme. cool. Yeah. I like cool. that. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. That part of it, I, I thought was really cool. Even before, like, was very obviously like just being like, "Kill him, Henry! Kill yeah. them all!" And like, yeah, was, uh, was very obvious yeah. subliminal messages. So. Oh yeah, and like, and I was trying because the first time I saw it, like, it, t- it, it took me till maybe like the second or third time that it like came around on screen that I was like, "Oh, Wait, she's what, talk- is she what she's saying." saying. Yeah. yeah. So I was like trying really hard to like actually listen to it, and it was just. Yeah, you and all your friends should come play in the sewers. So, yeah, that's the sewers right. are oh great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sewers are so fun. It was a good addition. I thought that was a good. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice touch. Yeah. Um, so moving on, so we basically all these kids have had their experience, and then there's something uh, that happens that basically, so that basically they meet Ben because he gets uh, bullied, and these these parents ignoring this stuff, and the old lady sort of Driving at the off. beginning. You know, kind of semi ignoring, like yeah. the kid in the sewer. You know, uh, she was hanging her clothes or whatever. Well, and taking I, them down. To me, that didn't look like she was ignoring it. it just that she and was just like, yeah, was like, like oh, that's weird. And then she saw like the blood, the blood. In the and water. then she immediately reacted. It's very jawsy, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but then these this, these grown ups ignoring like the the, the Bowers kids. Uh, and I think that's like a common theme in the book as well. I think they were trying to get that into the movie that people are creepy they're weird and they're purposefully like they're ignoring some of this stuff because yeah. they know something's going on they just mm-hmm. you know they don't they don't care or they don't want to mess with it um so they meet ben they meet mike uh they get that little scene where like he's you know pennywise hiding in the bushes with a hand that was so yeah i love he has that I moment where he's like getting beat up but he sees this he's like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> That was, I think that was a little <laughs> odd. Like, I don't think that was I don't necessary. think that needed to be there. It wasn't yeah. necessary, oh, it no. didn't need it, to. It was that, that kid getting beaten up just because he was a black kid by a bunch of racist, horrible people yeah. was powerful they took, enough. They took to a throw lot that in, of it was the like, racist huh? shit out. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the oh, movie. I could imagine. Yeah, 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 a lot of the racist stuff out. Yeah. yeah. But, um, like, yeah, the way that, you know, they found uh, or Mike met them or whatever was kind of different just before that rock fight. Yeah. That rock fight was great. That rock fight was so dope. And that line... Richie throws out, he's like, go blow your dad, you mullet-wearing <laughs> asshole. Or what does he say? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I was like, oh, that was amazing. That was amazing. Um, yeah, Richie made that movie for So sure. actually, uh, while we're on the topic of yeah. adults, there's one I really, really wish they would have included in the movie, is how Patrick... Hawksetter dies. dies. I heard it, I, I remember reading um, that it's very gruesome. It is so gruesome, and there's, so, there's this... Do thing, tell, do tell. Oh, and remind me if I'm like if I forget something at any point. But there's a fridge lying somewhere in this abandoned oh, yeah. area of town, and it's just been like somebody threw out a fridge. It's this ginormous fridge, yeah. And uh, people always pass by. They don't really touch it. Um, people tend to just like throw stuff in there just for kicks, you know. Yeah. And um, I think it's at one point the kids are running away from these bullies, and Patrick and um, somebody else, one of the other bullies, they come across this fridge, and. Um, they think they're hiding inside the fridge, right. so they open the door, and Patrick is afraid of leeches. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, that's I right. This. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. these leeches start flying out this fridge, yeah. attaching on him and sucking his blood out. Oh. And at first he's like, "Oh, leech, whatever," throws one off, and suddenly they just keep coming and coming and coming. Eventually, they drain all the blood out of him, and that's how they find him is completely drained Drain of blood. blood. Oh. And the kids find these leeches just hanging off the fridge. Because they're so full, they can't even move anymore. Oh, and then when the kids day. get there, they all pop. Ugh. And there's blood everywhere. Yeah. No. And again, the adults don't see this. There's this bloody fridge 
lying yeah. in the middle of the street and in town, and they no one can it. see this. Yeah. Do, do, do they make a point in the book that the parent, like the folks, are ignoring it, or Absolutely. that they can't oh, yeah. see it? Oh can't, yeah, well, can't see it. They I can't think. see it. Yeah. Um, but I, I believe it's kind of a bit of both. Like they can't sure. see it because they're unknowingly Older, ignoring yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Oh, I see. So it's a combination of like self fulfilling prophecy, where it's like they know something's going on, but they're since they don't out of sight, out of mind, they just don't see it. Yeah, it manifests as not being able to see it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, so, yeah. like, with Bev and, and the washroom or whatever, dad comes in and he's like, what blood? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. She's just like, oh, it's a spider or something. I think she blamed it on in the book or whatever. She, she realizes right away he can't, he can't see, see it. He can't see it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so she's yeah. just like, oh, nothing, just kidding. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Hawksetter has a pretty gruesome death. I thought, really I thought his... This whole thing with the flamethrower thing, the sequence, I thought that was pretty good. Um, because when the flame is in front of the camera, you actually can't see anything. anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then when the, the flame dies down, then you can see what's in front of your face. I thought that was really uh, that was really well done. Mm-hmm. So Hawksetter, you know, dies. These guys are all these characters are all going missing, and um, then they end up talking about it. And I can't remember when exactly. They on the street where they. I think it was after the the diving scene. Yeah, the diving scene where they talk about uh, yeah, and uh, they basically say okay, we've all been experiencing something weird. Oh, by the way, the reason I think that Mike, they inserted that scene where he's like hello in the woods with the severed arm is because (laughs) so he can see him. He hasn't seen the clown at that point. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. No, he saw Uh, Pennywise in the first. No, he did. He did. He didn't actually. Oh no, he did. He did. He did. But very briefly. He kind of sees the yellow lights go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. He waves at him from. It was a little bit too ambiguous because yeah. at that point he can't say. Oh, I, I guess. Saw a yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, like, one we of know it's Bev a didn't see the clown. Sure. No, Bev, she didn't. Yes, she right. did. After well, after, after she killed her dad. After, after but I mean, yeah. like, at part of that conversation, she hadn't seen Pennywise yet because it was just no, the blood no, no. sequence. No, no, no. So, but that no, the whole scene with her dad was after they run away from the house. Yeah, yeah, that was after. She sees it at the house. No, no, she what I'm saying is in that, in that moment where they stop and they say, oh, have you seen this clown? Yeah, I've seen this oh, clown. Oh, she hasn't. She hasn't. Yeah, she seen, hasn't. Yeah. She hasn't. And, and neither, Stan, has, neither, would neither have, has Stan, really. Stan no, yeah, not. Stan would not but, have either. But they know that something weird is going on, right? So, so they, they understand and come to the conclusion that like, oh, well, this clown asshole is shape-shifting into all these things that scare us. Yeah. They ha- then that's what leads to this uh, scene with the, uh, the slide projector. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Is- before that. <laughs> they actually okay. I applaud these guys because they managed to get an '80s montage into a film about them cleaning a room full of blood. Yeah, yeah. they, they I did. I was like, I was gonna slow clap. Them. <laughs> like, well done, guys. You took the '80s montage and made it fucking hilarious and gruesome all at the same time. Yeah, that's. Uh, it was so so good. I thought that was I like cleaning the and I, was, I can't remember who it was cleaning the window. Stan. It was stage like. <laughs> <laughs> like, like mowing a lawn like he's cleaning a window like you mow a lawn and there was one scene where they put the mop on the ground this like 80s tune that's pumping and they swipe it they swipe the floor and it does nothing like yeah, the blood is still just like all spreading the blood everywhere I'm like you guys need an expert <laughs> you cannot do this yourself Molly maids man yeah. just call Molly maids um, but yeah so the 80s montage I thought that was pretty great um, yeah so anyway so we Basically, from there, we get the slide projector scene, which I thought was really good, but you had different uh, well, feelings about that. No, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It didn't happen in the book. So I yeah. think it replaces... The photo album. The photo album. Um, no, I think oh. it, it replaces the smoke hole. Right. Oh, oh, I guess that's true, too, because I yeah. was talking to Justin about that on the way here. And I was like, there's so a So I was telling thing. you, there's a smoke hole um, 
event in the yeah, book yeah, where they kind of have a bonding moment. And they in fact, it's Mike and um, I think Dad. it's Mike and Stan <clears throat> who stay in the smoke hole the longest. So it's their moment to shine, really, because everyone's kind of done their thing. Mm. And they say, no, oh, maybe it was Ben, Mike and Ben, maybe. Uh, but I know it's definitely it, Mike. Mike. Mike for sure, yeah. Yeah, and they stayed the longest in the hole, and they have a vision, and they then understand what it is. Yeah. Like, it is this ancient evil that came to town a long time ago, kind of the antithesis of the turtle. Yeah. And now they kind of know what they're up against, because until then, they don't realize what they're facing. Right. So, I guess to replace that, they did this whole scene where that, they that, realize that's kind of cool, this actually. thing is coming yeah, yeah. from the sewers, it yeah, probably lives yeah. in the sewers, and this is where we need to go. Did, I didn't uh, really put it into that perspective, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's, I think they just yeah. replaced it with that. What did you think of the actual scene itself? I liked it. I liked that was that was I one of the moments that I got startled by. Because yeah. oh, really? it went to pure black, and then all of a sudden it's like, holy shit, I didn't mean to see that. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to see that. Yeah. It was it, a it very... Was... It, and it wasn't a jump scare to me. Like, it it didn't try well and push it in. It was very well learned. It yeah. built it up, the, built up the suspense like a lot, a lot, and then you wouldn't expect to see giant Pennywise just crouch down. That's the other thing, like that his size, <laughs> yeah, yeah, was startling. I had no, I was just like, that was I'm really like, oh, cool. he's gonna be standing there. I thought yeah. he's gonna be standing there, but it's no, when he showed up, he's fucking huge. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, that's that's that was great. Really, I thought that was well done um, and different. Like yeah. I hadn't seen anything like that before. Mm-hmm. It was really, no, they really well job. done. Terrified from there. Uh, and then he's, uh, basically after that, they jump to this crazy conclusion and they're like, okay, so like they're walking through a fair and I can't remember if I'm getting the chronology right here, but they're like, so this thing wakes up every 27 years and eats kids. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Cause Ben did all the research. Yeah. But where did the eating kids part come? Cause there's all the kids, kids going Kids dying. Kids, kids dying. dying. I don't oh, think they okay, but eating. they say like, no, they said eating kids. Like no, in the movie really? he says, and he eats kids. That. See, but like, the, the, th- the other reason why they would come like, to that conclusion in the book, I, I, I guess, is because, again, most of the, the, the deaths... Yeah. yeah, most of the deaths that get discussed in the book and everything like that, it's like, oh, this person's missing a leg. This yes, person's missing yeah. an they arm. find the body. He's always missing They're just something. mutilated. Sure, yeah. sure. So, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to dwell on this for very long. I can't long. remember if I he just, says eating, though, but... He they, does. They, he, they, he like, the have. news article that Ben looks at, they show that... Um, you know, the Easter egg hunt, like, yeah. the, of, of so many killed, most of them were kids. Yeah. Yes. Essentially, yeah. it's always massive. It's always yeah. a massive. A lot of kids. Yeah, yeah. kids because Okay, so I, I get that. Yeah, I get that. So, but the, the, the that scene tells them exactly where they have to go, right? Because the... The well. The well, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right, like, yeah. we got to go to the well. Which yeah. is in the Nebolt. Nebolt's house, house, yeah. So, they basically... There's an ice cream truck passing <laughs> right now, which is just adding, like... <laughs> Just the right amount of like, should I be scared? Creepy clown music. I don't know. It is creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they go from the from the fair. They realize that you know what they're what they're up against, and uh, they go to Newbold House. Yeah. And they have this big sequence, this chase sequence in Newbold House. And, uh, Which wasn't a really good, well-executed plan, or well-planned pl- well nope, plan. Not well. Wait, book. Wait, but they're they but they're prepared ki- in yeah. the book. They're they're kids. I think the one thing I'm getting upset about in this film is that they recognize that they need to stay. So after the new bold house, they recognize they need the reason that they were able to combat it was because they were together, yeah. and there's this like uh, you know this unity. theme of yeah. unity. Fuck! At the end of this movie. 
these idiots walk he, off all the time. All the time. And, they, it's all uh, like, and they said it before too. They're like, yeah. we have to stick together. Stick all together. I can think of was the, how it should have ended. I said we all stick together. Yeah, that's like, right. that, yeah. like that was, they should have stuck together. I agree. That's so now normally very, I don't get weird. upset about this kind of thing or it doesn't stand, I'm not upset about it, but I like doesn't stand out because nobody's like, okay, we need to, like nobody explicitly says like we need to stick together. No, no, they did. Sorry, sorry. They did. But no, what I'm saying yeah. in in other films. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Not oh. like super. But this one, they real they all they all acknowledge the fact that because they are together is why they're surviving, why they're and they're fucking constantly splitting up. Oh, like, no, no. Well, but but Stan disappears in his mind or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So that's but the thing is though is that like it's Pennywise fucking with them essentially, yeah. right? So, like, when they're in the sewers, I remember in the book they describe it, like, you know, in one sense, it's like they're all squished together or whatever. And then they take two steps and it's like everyone's oh, like That's apart, what they were right? trying to do. I so, think. that, I think, is they what they were trying, trying to, to do there. With it Stan. wasn't them just wandering off. Like, yeah. Stan took two steps and was gone. Was yeah, gone, true, yeah. True. yeah. So, so Stan's, Stan's disappearance, I get. Fucking Bill. He grabs that shit and chases he his brother down the fuck and starts. He, yeah, he's like, and he's the guy that recognized the fact that they needed to stay together and yeah. said it like three times. I, I said I thought the Bye. same thing, but I was also <laughs> thinking like, he is so gangster because he knows they need to stick together. He's like, I'm gonna get this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He's Give like, me that gun. I got the yeah. He was like, hey, yeah, exactly. Did, did, just, did that with Bev well, actually happen in the book too? Because no. I, I can remember that when she gets in the de- oh, deadlines. Okay, so when I mentioned earlier, when I said this movie was a little too long and I would have taken something out of it. The entire time between when they first went and assaulted Pennywise's house, I can't remember the building. They assaulted Pennywise. They assaulted, they're like, let's go get him without much of a plan. But once they went there, and then he escapes and go down the well, and then they give each other shit, and da-da-da-da-da, Bev gets captured. That entire block between when they leave and come back to that house could have been completely omitted. Yeah. Yeah. Completely Uh. omitted. I, dude, explain to me why that needed to be in there. Because all it did was tack on another 15 minutes to a film where that could have been better spent on other things. Yes. Because all they were doing was leaving and then coming back to kill Pennywise. Whether they had, whether Pennywise had Bev, Bev or not was completely irrelevant. They were going to go back down there and kill Pennywise. They could have just chased his ass down there. How do we get down there? We use this rope. Let's go. So He's wounded. This is so, this is where they fell prey to the um, trying to follow the book actually. Yeah, okay. This is what happens. They they decide to just take on Pennywise, go to the house and realize they're completely outmatched and they do the small call scene after. Yeah. Right? So that scene was done, or in the book, it was done after and now they realize what they need to do yeah. and then they go into the sewers and follow him to his origin or where he actually lives and right. take him on there. But so in the movie, yeah. they, like I understand what you're saying, like yeah. they could have, because they skipped that part in the middle, it just makes no sense for them to just fight then get together so easily again. Yeah. I, 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 they were already together, they already yeah. had a cause, and they were already <laughs> formidable enough that Pennywise had to fucking retreat. At that point, let's chase him down. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree yeah. with you. I feel like that was, they were trying to be too faithful to the book, but yeah. then at the same time they skipped the important part that happens in between. Yeah. So then it just kind of takes away from the movie because yeah. of that. That's true. So I kind of, I think I disagree because I like the idea of them going in there, seeing what they're up against, finally physically take shape and uh, not being able to kill it with a spear to the face, right? Through the Which eye. was through the eye. Oh, by the way, this whole scene in the house, I thought that was really well done. Uh, three doors that was really cool three doors not funny, scary actually. scary <laughs> not scary at all yeah great stuff <laughs> well, they have his buddy how is that not scary <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> what happened to him 
what happened to his leg. That's what right. That's to what her legs was a great line. But I think the standout here for me, the creepiest moment, is when Pennywise comes out of the fridge, which I think is a nod to the fridge from the book. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Right. That's like, true. Yeah. And like, yeah. unfolds that was really himself. Cool. Yeah, he unfolds pretty, himself. And then turns his head turns around. Turns his whole body around. Style. Yeah. And, uh, comes at him and he's got him and like it's the first time he has physical form and he's like playing with him and like the, yeah, the yeah, finger yeah. thing where he's like fighting <laughs> his fingers <laughs> and it was just like and then when when uh, Bill comes he's like am I not like am I not real enough yeah. for you I was like oh shit this is good this is yeah, like because yeah, he realizes they may have found a means to fight him because he pauses he's about yeah, to he's like, about to he's about to do something to do some damage yeah to take a little stand. take a little and, taste and, God, keep doing this, yeah. and at the same time, Bill tells um, Richie that don't be afraid. This is this not isn't real. real. This isn't and real. They so realize, and they open the door, and there's nothing there. He's like, "Oh crap! Hold on. Yeah. They may have found the trick against me." Yeah, I thought that was really well done. I, yeah. I, so I, I like that a lot. Both of those scenes were good. It was just the whole thing. <laughs> anyway, God. Take that out. he breaks his arm, and he like I don't know what he does. He like snaps it back into place. Richie, like, yeah, like, what a snap feel. your. You're you There's nothing no. to snap that in his place. That, that was broken. broken. It yeah. wasn't dislocated. It no. was broken. That was fully yeah. broken. That was fully yeah. broken. And he's just some kind of field medic. Anyway, it would have so. been funnier if he would have done that and they would have been like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> that doesn't work. Yeah. That's so, what it works. Great, great scene. Um, and then this is the, the what we've been talking about is this whole like 10 minutes in between. I like this because they broke up and they basically, uh, uh, they saw something so frightening that they didn't want any part of it. A lot like the people of Derry, right? Yeah. So they're going through the same thing where it's like, I don't want to deal with this. If I just forget about it, this guy goes back to sleep for 27 years. I can walk away from this, right? And I like that because they're still kids. They want to live, right? They're not, they're not, they're not like heroes yet, right? Yeah, yeah. So they basically have to prove them. They have to go, this is all like standard sort of like hero's journey kind of stuff. In the middle of the hero's journey, he becomes... Um, lost right and he has to find his way back and this is their that that's their i don't i think that they kind of stumbled around in this area it was you're right it was kind of a pocket that didn't have a lot of plot going on but it allowed pennywise to kidnap one of them to take one of them and it's because they weren't together that pennywise was able to do that true right didn't happen right Uh, in the the movie sorry yeah Uh, (laughs) in the book yeah so so that that would be my argument for keeping it in there, but I understand. But the other thing is that the other they don't explain the other kids. No, and they that Mike Mike just you have you guys yeah. seen Suicide Squad? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, there's a part in Suicide Squad where they have that drink. At, well, you haven't, haven't seen, seen it, it. <laughs> but you have that drink in the bar where they're like, uh, you know, it's like you know, if you want to leave, there's the stuff. You know, you oh, can yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah, Captain yeah. Boomerang just grabs his shit and like like runs out the door. Yeah. And then they have this crazy like coming uh, like you know coming together. And then there's a slow motion shot of all of them walking to do the business. And then Captain Boomerang just comes out of the wreckage and is just like walking yeah. with them. It's like, what the hell? What the hell? Here? Yeah. Didn't you just leave because you didn't want to be a part of this and you're probably gonna die? Yeah. And now you're back for no reason. Mike, Same Stan, yep. even they're, now they're all just riding bikes together after that. And I'm like, even yeah. even Richie, like he he's the one who's. Most pissed off. And he's playing hard to play. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, he took bed. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. But (laughs) they don't explain any of the other kids after ever broken up. And I think that's the weak part. They could have taken Um, the 10, 15 minutes that they spent on that block, done three minutes of them saying exactly what you're saying, and then being ready to walk away, and then them just coming to realization, like, we have to do this together. Like, something along those lines. But, like, that whole... 
I, I, they didn't offer anything in that block of time between them mm-hmm. that really sold anything to me. There was the dad thing and then yeah, Pennywise yeah. taking her. That was yeah. kind of creepy. But what else happened there? Like nothing was memorable nothing. to me. Yeah. Aside from them being like, oh, they got bad. We need to do exactly what we were doing in the last few scenes. But we spent more time doing other things. Yeah. We already established that her dad was creepy as shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, they could have knocked him out earlier if they really needed to for the story. I, right. It didn't didn't aid the story in any way. Right. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it, I think it was probably the weakest part of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. that. That, Eas- easily that por- that portion. Then we get to the climax where uh, where they come back together and they you know they go down the well and what's his name Bowers kills his dad, which I thought that was a pretty good you know it's a pretty good, a good scene. scene. It was like a very effective. Yeah, it was. How did Pennywise mail that? Like, do you say Pantywise? No, I said Penny. I think I said Pantywise. Pantywise. That's enough. That's a different movie. That's a very different movie. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, um, no, like, did he use USPS? Like, <laughs> that's good. That's good mail delivery the oh, to get the, for the knife. The knife, because yeah, yeah. Hawksetter stole it. Is that is that does Hawksetter did Hawksetter have a knife? No, no he didn't. No, no, no. He, he just lost it. He just lost it. But it was never said whether he found it or not. So no, I guess Pennywise was really good at finding things. I just like that. I'd like that deleted scenes of the where Pennywise is just looking in the woods. That would have been. That would have actually been better. That would have been better than him in the woods with the arm going like this. Is him looking for the knife? <laughs> oh, and then he just walks with away with the arm in the other hand. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. So he—that's after he kills his dad. Then he goes after them. He's just kind of a quick lackey. He really didn't. That didn't need to happen. But I, there were some good scenes with it. So I can't really complain. Yeah, that was that was all right. So the, the weird part about that was his two friends. What? They just disappeared. They? they just yeah. disappeared. They disappeared. Like in the they're story. supposed to be super. Helpful and, and creepy. And yeah, they didn't yeah. really. Do well, the one much. guy they were giving him sort of a redeeming arc, like where he's just like. Hey Bowers, like chill out. Chill out. Don't yeah. kill yeah. Which I, yeah, which I like. I like that aspect. You know, like not making them such like blind villains, but like having at least one of them. It was. Be, like, it was Bow- Like Bowers was the psychotic one. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. He's yeah. clearly got yeah. problems. <laughs> so he follows them, and they go into the well, and they bring this like what is like a pressure gun. I've never seen anything like that. Bolt before. gun. Yeah. Bolt I, gun? The only thing I could think of it was like. Um, no Country for Old Men, but that was an like air, air compressor. Air, yeah. Yeah. But I think it's yeah. a bolt that is operates on air compression. I don't think it's a bullet. Yeah, it's but I think it's yeah, it's something along those lines. But that they, he, I thought he was gonna get uh, Bauer with that, but he didn't end up getting that. The well yeah. did the job there. Dude, he fucking yeah, he knocks him into knocks him into the well. Yeah, that and was then, a yeah, <laughs> it was a long fall. Like, that was a long, long fall. And this is where Stan gets attacked by the painting woman. And I thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. I thought he was one hundred percent dead. He's dead. No, he was like digging, digging into the side of his yeah. face, ready to take his face off. Yeah. But this is an example of what you were describing in the book, where you're taking two steps, like he's trying to divide them, whether it's physically or like mentally, yeah, yeah. trying to split them up. And uh, and then we have the scene with Pennywise and uh, uh, Beth, which leads to the best shot in the movie. The dance. The dance. The dancing clown. And they say Pennywise the dancing clown there, yeah. so I thought that was pretty great. The that's angriest the, dancing clown. Like that's how he introduces himself world. always. Is, yeah, Pennywise, Pennywise the, the dancing clown. clown. Yeah, that was. I didn't know. I was like, I was. I was terrified and I was laughing like all the same time. Yeah, I know. I was just it's like, like, what the fuck? I'm like very confused about how I feel about this shot right here. It was, it was really weirdly timed. Ah, uh, like she, I mean, she, she, she wakes know. up. He's a demon <laughs> clown. Nothing is poorly timed. No, like demon. No, demon not poorly timed. Time. I'm just saying weirdly timed. This for him to like show off this dance while he's waiting for the others to come in. It's kind of like a egomaniacal villain almost yeah maybe he's you trying know, to like, scare her because he knows that she's not afraid 
But I don't see how doing the hoedown, the, the demonic hoedown is going gonna, is gonna to do the trick. There was the shot, though, when she's trying to run, and he jumps from the stage, and it's one shot, really well done. Like, Wait, one take, he, like, flies out, flies out yeah. like he lands right on her. I thought that was really the superhero. Really, yeah, 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 it was really, really cool. Yeah. And uh, then the, the deadlights show up, which are a big part of the miniseries and, and the book. The what book. did you guys think of the... the um, where he opens up his mouth that, and yeah. he sees like... I was okay. I didn't really have much to think about it. Yes. I mean, if they do the sequel or whatever, they should probably talk about it a little bit more in depth. uh, Yeah. Right. And they did some of that, like, foreshadowing, I suppose, with, like, the Lego turtle and all that kind of crap. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, so lots of turtle references. Yeah. You, uh... I know a little about it. I know it's, like, the good guy. I forget the whole... But it's, like, the anti Anyone who doesn't know, it's just, oh, turtle. They're just turtles. Right now, There's the one shot when they're swimming in the quarry, and they're like, oh, what was that? It was a turtle. Yeah. And then he dives into the water, and then it awkwardly cuts from that scene and doesn't show anything. Yeah. It just like the camera goes in the water and then it cuts it's the murkiest water. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Couldn't well, see really a goddamn thing. But there's definitely a, a turtle vibe going on there. And we can talk, you know, the Dark Tower, which is a Stephen King series that ties all of his stories and universes together. Okay, um, I, heard, I want to read that. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just, I, he just, fin- he finished it. And there's references the to book. Pennywise as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's, kind of. There's kind references of? Not, not to outright references, but essentially they allude to it. To it. Okay. They allude to him and this whole <laughs> turtle, the, uh, um, not Gan, but what's his I forget name? his name. Uh, uh, Maturin. Maturin. That's like Maturin. Yeah. The, the turtle of enormous, enormous girth. girth. On his back, on his shell, he holds the earth or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. So like the antithesis of... Maturin, the world turtle, is yeah. it, it, which is you know the consuming monster or whatever. They allude to that mythology, but definitely don't. They don't play touch in it, it too, too which much. is great because that's a whole other you know, movie. movie. Yeah, <laughs> whole other world. Yeah. 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 So, um, so what did you guys? So the deadlights, you know, cool. okay, cool. Yeah, and no, like the, flo- really... oh, the floating aspect. She sees all the kids floating. What do you think about that? They float too. Yeah, he <laughs> was not kidding. No the man was not kidding. Um, they they went literal with that uh, with that metaphor. Well, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. I thought the pile of like bicycles, skateboards, shoes, yeah, yeah. clothes, everything that was like piled up. I was, in with it. Yeah, that was very very cool. And they're all and and I think some of them are they're like missing limbs. They're like like yep. pieces of them yeah. floating in this. Yeah. This. Uh, it was nice that they fell when after they after Pennywise yeah. got dropped. They fell nice and slowly because that yes. would have been upsetting. <laughs> they all. <laughs> Bodies everywhere. Yeah. Corpses just splattering <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I was considerate of Pennywise because <laughs> yeah. he had Pennywise. to be in control of that one. Yeah, like, that's disgusting. Uh, all right, fine. Yeah. Slow. Yeah. So she's she's floating there, and uh, they all come in. Bill, obviously, again, chasing his brother like a goddamn rogue. He is not leading the team, but just like running off. It was yeah, a rogue moment. To be li- yeah. the leader. And uh, and uh, then they come, they bring her down, and she gets woken up by by Ben kissing, by, by kissing her. That didn't happen. <laughs> so, um, and I, I, I thought that more or less worked. It was okay. I, I like the reaction when he goes in to kiss her, and Mike's just like, Ew, "Is that really like? Is now the time? Yeah. <laughs> is that the time to be doing that?" <laughs> I, I I I didn't. I thought it was just too cliche. How did they get I snapped her out of that? That wasn't a it thing. Didn't happen. No, no. no. Yeah. Like, well, she doesn't get kidnapped at all in the book. Yeah. No. They basically decide it, to keep it was going cliched. there's more deaths. More right. Yeah, yeah. It, it was cliched, but they addressed the fact that it was cliched, and then it worked. So I thought it was kind of... I, I thought it was yeah. like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. A little tongue-in-cheek, I guess. Yeah. But, like, then them, like, 
the, the whole Pennywise fight scene was oh, fucking so great. So it was when good. they jump in and uh, oh god, that, I thought that was great. Yeah. That was so yeah. good. Cheering him up. Yeah. Kick yeah. his ass. I knew <laughs> Richie was gonna say something ridiculous. I thought he was gonna say, Now you're gonna make me have to beat the shit out of this fucking clown. I yeah. thought that's what he was gonna say, but he ended up saying, like, Now, now I gotta I'm kill, this, kill this fucking clown. Yeah, yeah it was pretty like, close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, he's gonna say something like that, and he grabs a baseball bat, and I'm like, he's gonna do it. And it was almost <laughs> the exact same line. Oh, so um, good. It was really, really good. Really well done, that scene. Because, uh, also, one quick thing. When uh, uh, the uh, Georgie changes... So Georgie comes up and does this whole thing with Bill. And Bill says, no, shoots Georgie in the head. Because mm-hmm. it's not really Georgie. I like yeah. that. Because it's like him getting over... It. Accepting yeah. his death and getting over it. He can't <laughs> use that to scare him anymore. Yeah. And uh, him turning back into Pennywise... I like that scene. That was fucking crazy. Because it reminded me of who framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Huh. Like when judge, when the judge turns into like his his tune, like, tune yeah, tune judge version of himself, and uh, he's just like his legs, they like spring out from yeah. his body, and the 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 the, the, the red puffs on his toes, yeah, on, his toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on the toes of his shoes. Yeah, it's like comedic fun. and like horrifying all at the same time. And that that fight scene was great. And this is where we get some of the ref- the mummy references there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? With the bandages coming Yeah, when out. he gets in on Ben and then you can yeah, see yeah. the bandages are wrapping yeah. around him. And the the Wolfman reference was when he had the, the claw. House, yeah. yeah, in the house when he's chasing them. Yeah. Uh, but th- and that wasn't even... To- oh, actually, no. It, it was, was more just a callback. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was a reference to anything in the movie. Yeah. But yeah, it was just a clawed hand. Well, uh, I'm going to take it as the werewolf just so that it's more... It was hairy. It was a hairy. But... Nobody references the Wolfman or the Mummy in this movie at all. Like, no. even in dialogue. They're no. not like, oh, I saw the Mummy yesterday. I'm so terrified. Like, they never even say anything like that. These are literally just moments that they use. They're like, oh, we can call back to this. Yeah, yeah. Book, yeah. Like, I guess. And, True. And, um, yeah, no, it was great when he's just like... And there's one where he's like a crab? Uh, praying mantis almost. Or whatever. Yeah. He's like yeah, stabbing yeah. like a lobster. He's or trying to get, yeah. get Mike at the end. Mike, near, yeah. Um, near the end of it. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. yeah. So what did you guys think of this fight scene? No, it was great. I think he's like going through different monsters, trying to trying really desperately hard to scare, scare the shit them. out of them. Yeah. So that he can prey on their weakness and they are not falling for it, really. Right. Yeah. And they're fighting back. The fact that they can hurt him physically at all means they're not afraid of him. And he's desperately changing forms. I thought that was great. Desperation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's out he's of just desperation. He's like, I'm trying to try it in this form. I'm going to try this form. Nothing's working. And they keep getting at him. Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. All um, in all, man, this was a pretty fucking solid movie. Yeah, I thought that was a good way to end the film. Yeah, the last yeah. scene where he's like escaping back into the hole and he says like his head sort of like cracks open. Yeah, yeah just, just disintegrates. Fear. Yeah, and he just says fear and like falls. Well, I thought that was pretty good. Like it was ominous. And, well, and then he was saying the the phrase that Bill says like, uh, oh shit, how's it go now? He was singing a song. He thrusts his hands against the post and still insists he sees the ghost. Right. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, he says so, that. I heard I thought it was something for his stuttering. stuttering. No, it is. That, it's, it's, it's something uh, for Bill's stuttering. His therapist yeah. tells him to say that so he can get over his stutter. Oh. And uh, yeah, so the Pennywise said that like at the very end as well, right? Yeah. Before he said fear and then fucked off. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird. I don't know why he said that. I don't know that. why, yeah. I, I don't well, know. Well, he feeds off fear. I don't know. Fuck. Oh, thanks for that, Justin. That's like me falling down and going like, Pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing but pepperoni. <laughs> uh, I thought his negotiating tactic was pretty strong too. Pennywise was like, "Oh, I'm totally fucked in this situation. Yeah. I'm gonna try to talk yeah. my way." You, out of you it. guys go ahead. I'm yeah, gonna yeah, eat yeah. him. Uh, I'll just, but I liked, I liked his delivery there too. He was yeah. still yeah, like yeah. really creepy and like. Oh, uh, uh, he was a great Pennywise. But there's I, that I, hint I of desperation. Oh yeah, you can see he's like, I could just take him, and you guys can live. And when he says like long, happy lives, you see how. 
angry. Long, happy yeah. life. He's so angry yeah. when he's doing when he's saying it. And I think that in the book that he's he's angry with these kids, right? Like he's not it's not just eating them for like nourishment. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's actually scared of them. He gets so, yeah, of course. The one of the things they didn't really do, um again, I don't think it's a big deal. He they didn't do it, but in the book he constantly tries to get them because he realizes these kids are special. Right. These yeah. seven kids and that number seven is very important in the book. Yeah. It's the seven of the kids and seven's a magic number. Yeah. yeah. And as long as the seven of them are together and they don't fear him, he's vulnerable. Yeah. So that's why he's always trying to get at them somehow. Yeah. Trying separate. to prevent their fears, separate them. Use use the people that are close to them against them. Yeah. Like Georgie, like Bev's dad, things like that. Um Okay. But, <laughs> yeah, no, that was like I I enjoyed that I enjoyed that aspect. Like there was desperation, and then he fucks off. Like I feel like that scene was a lot like the one in Lord of the Rings, where he's like, "Fly, you fools!" Yeah, <laughs> Gandalf falls off the thing. And it was yes. like I feel like there should be a meme for that. But uh, <laughs> but uh, and then there was the epilogue at the end where they all get together and one by one they they disappear. And I think it's a good setup for the next movie. And it says chapter one. Yeah. Yep. At so, the end. Yeah. So they're definitely hinting at the fact that uh, they are they're looking to start shooting soon. So relatively. They have so. to. This movie's making a boatload of money. In it is. Oh, yeah. It probably is. Should, sure. It's probably at a higher budget than most horror movies, but it's, it's a very yeah. handsomely produced film. Yeah. That's for sure. If, if it like, I, I would think it's at least a hundred million, but it's, Oh, I don't think it's that. I think it's like 60, 60. It looks good for 60. Like well, given given some of the they, CG and stuff that they did too, the costumes, the sets, the some of it cast like going to be more expensive for the for the, for the adults. Too. That's true. Yeah, Depending like something like cast. the Conjuring is like forty or maybe fifty, maybe. No, no, the Conjuring is like no, no, no. No, Conjuring is like the Conjuring. The first one was made for like six million. No, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was up there. Oh, I thought it was a, up a little. Uh, it's 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 a single digit or a very very low double digit. Um, I was just trying to look here at the production cost. One thing I wanted to mention. Uh, this we're doing this recording this podcast from Toronto, Ontario. This movie was filmed in Port Hope yeah, in was, Oshawa. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, I think the dirty Schwa. in Guelph as well. I actually. feel like I recognized the neighborhood. <laughs> it looks so familiar. Yeah. Um. So like very very close by. Like Oshawa is like you know for, you know like, well Oshawa's not like, Oshawa is like less than an hour like forty minutes from here. Port Hope is a little, a little further. further yeah. yeah. But uh, the whole town of Derry, all in Ontario, is very, very cool. All Ooh. over Toronto last week, they had these rain-coated Yeah, kids. my buddy's actually going to try and get me one. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you steal one of the rain-coated kids. So basically, it's like a raincoat with no face inside, yeah. holding, holding a Holding a yellow or red yeah, balloon. A red balloon. Someone's going to try to um, steal you the rain-coated kid. Yeah. So, actually, it's like, <laughs> like, it's, because um, that's, that's what they were using the for, promotion. like, the promotion and yeah, stuff, right? I'm very, so shocked cool. they didn't have any of those in, like, the theaters or anything, though. Yeah, I mean, I think it's harder to get that type of promotion in a theater, but they just do it on the street. It was all over. Just put one of them in the Cineplex, you know? Like, just put it in the... Yeah, I guess guess that costs more money. I don't know, for that. Instead of putting it in Toronto, I don't know. But But, that's creepy as all hell. Yeah, it's great. It was great. So we have some pictures of those because a lot of folks actually saw it. So with the post on this... uh, Yeah, we'll just, like, throw all those pictures up there and and you guys can see what kind of promotion they did in Toronto. So we're very happy to have this film filmed in Ontario. All in all, I think pretty positive. I felt really good about it. Any final thoughts? You guys have? Not really. I think I like, and let me guess yours, Sam. <laughs> it wasn't like the book. But I still liked it. Still liked it. <laughs> That's there exactly what I was going to say. There you go. Right. I'll, I'll get over the fact that it wasn't to the book. But yeah. I saw that. Yeah. So yeah. it was the production budget's actually $35 million. 35 yeah. yeah. But The Conjuring, 20 Yeah. Shit. It was right between <laughs> the first Conjuring? The first one, $20 million. Really? But it's right between oh. you thought less, I thought more. So yeah. we're, we're both we equally wrong. Yeah. 
All right. I'm gonna work. <laughs> Guys, last last any thoughts, anything? Oh no, I I enjoyed it. I really do hope they make a sequel. Me too. Oh, they yeah. will. Oh yeah. Will. Sure. It's already it's already gross seventy five domestic. I think. Really? I think domestic. Um. So yeah, it'll it'll definitely it's clean it up, man. Yeah, it and Wonder Woman. Big, yes. Big Wonder Woman's the big earner of the, the the summer of the year so far. I think. Oh, I think so. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. We'll see where that goes when Justice League and Thor come out in November because yes. those will be the oh, big that's draws. Right. Yeah, but that's right. Other than that, yeah. yeah. So. Anywho, hey. that's okay. been uh, episode eight something. Fuck, I don't, I don't know, know anymore. It's not eight. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it's six. Six. Are we six? Yeah. I I Dark Tower was six. Oh yeah, because we've done two parters. All right. Yeah. So this is episode six. It. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, this is Justin. This is Otto. And our guests. I'm Sam. Density. <laughs> guys, thanks for listening, and uh, have a great rest of your day. Cheers. <laughs>